Hello, you beautiful internet you, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Careful Cantrip, where a group of friends from coast to coast do their absolute best to get lost in dungeons and run away from dragons. As always, I am your host and ever-loving universe, and these warriors of the dice beside me are my players. Guys, you already know what to do. Give some love to the trippers out there, would you? Oh, hey, guys. What's up? Fancy seeing you all here. We would have invited you guys, but like... All right, fair business. First and foremost, guys, we have a huge announcement. I'm not running tech anymore. See, these are my hands. I'm not doing anything. Everybody in chat, please say, uh, show, throw some hearts to Mudcat right now, please. Our producer extraordinaire, round of applause. Things have not broken yet. My God. Woo. And he's mad handsome. Mad handsome. Like insane. Like, think of me and Bobby combined and then make it way better. Trust me, mm -hmm. you would. Yeah, yeah. And you also, would. thank you so much for the hype train. Appreciate all of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But before we get started for the evening, I am going to turn it over to none other than the wonderful and lovely Nate to take it away for us. Oh, geez, Dave, you shouldn't have. Hey, guys, it's me, Nate. I uh, came to thank you all for the dang old good response on Patreon, man. Did you guys see this shit? We launched a Patreon, and everybody's loving it. We're doing a bunch of behind-the-scenes content. We're going to have new stuff up there this week, including some things going on tonight. So I wanted to give some shout-outs. And uh, once I remember how to look up the shout-outs, we're going to do that, uh, Dave. But <laughs> in the meantime, uh, just go ahead and head over to Patreon, guys, if you want to check it out. Our big uh, shout-outs like shout out for the evening, to... none other than uh, B-Town. Thank you so oh, much Dave. for the, the Eldritch Warrior tier, uh, or Warlock tier, yes. as well as OG. Thank you so much for the Blue Champion tier. My God, you guys are guys, beautiful. thank you. Huge. Really supports the show. Everything you guys do, we can't thank you enough. So head on over and check us out there, man. You got us mad bricked up, y'all. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Bricks on bricks on bricks. With that so, said, what do you got for us? Me? Oh, hold on. We missed somebody because we have three people that we need to oh. show. Oh. So, I, Nate, you fucking look that up right now. <laughs> and I'll do my thing. Okay, everybody, guess what? It's, it's, it's my turn. You know what that means? I get to read your comments that you all left. So, if you're watching now and it's Sunday, make sure you leave a comment uh, down below. And then I'll read it at the top of next episode. And then you'll see it in the future. It's crazy how it all works. So, um, I'm going to kick us off. We had a lot of comments on this episode. I'm not going to get through all of them. I love you all, though. Um, so, we've got uh, kicking us off. Khan, I'm so glad we have such talented supporting actors for Jeremy's story. <laughs> <laughs> uh we've got a comment from h Kristen. all of the characters and their families are so great oh thanks Kristen. Uh, um we've got uh a good old friend uh mira lunar lunician so sorry we need to work that you got out. it um looking forward to this new fairy tale i mean season uh smiley face um so are we uh, we got Bali. So excited to see what's in store. Fantastic start to the campaign, everyone. Uh, we've got Forge of Lore. Congrats on campaign three, friends. Excited to see where this goes. Uh, 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 I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Oh, our friends, <laughs> our friends um, that we met on TikTok, but there are other places too. Hexplorers, D&D. Uh, congratulations on the start of the new campaign. So excited to learn more about Neverwhere and be along for the adventure. 
Uh, we got a comment from Charlotte. I'm so excited for this. Uh, Hookah Man, so anyone want to place a bet on how long it takes for a cloaca to become a plot point? <sighs> not long. The answer is not like, long. Once yeah. Bobby can learn that a wild shape. Yeah. It's been yeah. Uh, so, oh, yeah. God. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we got another comment from Chris, Kristen in an interesting way of spelling it, which I uh, like. Uh, I'm both excited and terrified. With young PCs, this could go either go either go the way of Harry Potter, where the adventurers face perils, but, but come out stronger and roughly unscathed, or this could go scourging of the Shire, followed by Hunger Games, where the protagonists lose their cozy safe homes in a disaster. <laughs> and then slowly we see the young protagonists picked uh, picked off one by one in a cruel, uncaring world. Um, yeah, that's probably. Guys, don't give yeah. Dave ideas. Um, <laughs> he doesn't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, give them all to me. <laughs> I will be the girl on fire. And we've got another comment that's important from Mira Lunar, uh, Lunician, uh, that noticed the pun. Star Tier uh, Valley, actually Village, I think. Uh, that's a multi-layered name. Both a reference to the game and start here. <laughs> the starting point of a campaign. That person uh, gets inspiration, by the way. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone wrote, Jeremy is definitely the Pokemon Lechonk. I agree. Uh, Matt says, love the way the DM set the stage uh, for the campaign. Uh, we got D&D with me, Jeremy for King. Uh, and that's all we got time for today, folks. Love you all. And I'm going to swing it back to Nate because I feel like he probably has the names of which we will shine in gold. Hey, Raina. So funny thing on that. Mm -hmm. uh, we're new at Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you come back to me here in like a few minutes. Are you serious? Out. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't know where the menu is. It's tough. There's like it's like there's like a membership thing, but it's not the membership thing you want. Okay, anyway. okay, okay. Dave, go. I'm looking. There's the menu on this thing. Oh my god. How does buttons? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can't hear Dave. I don't know. Oh, I found it. The, the other person we need to shout out is Cross the Streams. Thank, Thank you, you Raina. You got it. Oh. So sorry. We're the worst. Ooh, thanks, Cross. <laughs> Hey, you know what? I got it just now. <laughs> Thank you for us. <laughs> It'll be smoother guys. next week, y'all. Also, yeah, 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 yeah. Now that we know buttons. Dave, you're, Dave, muted. you're muted. In ping. Can't hear you, big guy. He's working on his miming. Leave him alone. Okay. Pressing buttons. I was buttons I'm also sorry, striking I was pressing again. buttons. I was trying to figure things out. We're, we're new to all of this, guys. Um, so for those of you who have uh, have come and joined us on Patreon, thank you so much. If you're looking for a link for that, want to help us out, use exclamation point CCP right now in chat, and uh, it'll take you to a magical far-off realm where you too can be a member of Careful Cantrip Platinum. Yeah, that's right. All right, so with that said, um, we do have a couple quick other announcements for the evening. First and foremost, for those who, uh, who have already seen it, we are giving another giveaway this week. The giveaway by our friends over at Mithril Armory. Uh, actually, I have one of them right here. Ooh. Show them how it opens. Uh, 
hopefully it's going up on screen right now. Uh, a beautiful little dice box, nice and leathery, because I mean, yeah, look at that. every dungeon master love its, loves their leather. Am I right? Am I right? And it's a cool little dice tower at the same time. You can see inside. See, you just stick your finger in there and it comes out the other side. Woo! Amazing. Uh, thank you once again for Mithril Armory. Well, I mean, listen, until we can get Adam and Eve, that's the best I can do. Okay, Bobby? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, use exclamation point roll in chat right now, and you could be entered to win. We're giving it away at the end of the episode. No cost to you, my friends. That's what giveaway means. Uh, next up, uh, in terms, speaking of our sponsors, of course, we have our campaign sponsors for the entirety of the camp campaign. The lovely, great Gromar, uh, a lovely, lovely bunch who do amazing, amazing minis, which you may or may not see tonight. We'll see how far we get with all of that. Use exclamation point gg in chat right now and you can get brought over to their instagram or patreon or whatever the hell i said it to but you know how it goes uh last but certainly not least it's come up in a few of my private chats um y'all have been asking about what's happening with channel points are we doing channel points this season where are they dm dave tell us what's happening the fact of the matter is, is that we're waiting. We're sitting on them a little bit for right now so that we can introduce them during the overall story. So you'll see a couple in there now, uh, but we will be expanding on that as the story progresses and we get to those points. So um, keep your eye on it. Keep your ears listening to it or something along those lines. And uh, hey, we'll uh, we'll get to that as, as soon as we possibly can. Um, aside from that, I don't have any other announcements. Is there anything else I need to announce or anything else I need to do? Nope. Tell me I'm pretty. Uh, Bobby, you are very, very han handsome and or pretty. Oh, we're going to start with lies today. Okay. <laughs> you know that's Guys, I don't think it's going to work out. I don't think it's going to work out with Beck, y'all. Uh, <laughs> I don't seem to see understand how it works around here. Well, I guess with that said, what perfect time. <laughs> Let's go ahead Bobby and jump into tonight's episode. <laughs> And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you heard that. Maybe you didn't. I guess we'll find out. <sighs> so gross. <laughs> We're all going to be thinking about it. You're all grounded. <laughs> Every single one of you are like, I did nothing. Grounded. I it was Bobby. It was fully Bobby. Uh, that's everybody heard Bobby. Everybody heard Bobby. Got to get quicker with it this time, Bobby. Don't worry. They didn't. But we're, we're good. We're learning. We're learning as we <laughs> <We're> go. <good. laughs> Now you all get to think about it. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, let me just make sure my music... Oh, wait. I'm so used to just saying I need to check the music, but this is all brand new to me. So, when we last left our heroes, our story began in a quaint little village called Startir, a nexus of commerce situated in the southern expanse of the Emerald Empire, dotted somewhere between the Emerald City and Seesaw Harbor, where the threads of destiny began to weave around six individuals. An acolyte to Sleeping Beauty, learning more about the gifts granted to her by the celestial dream reaver, weaver named Rune. Her twin brother, Beric, a wild man at heart that wants nothing more than to forge his own destiny. A young halfling, or known in these lands as a munchkin, named Minnie, tired of the mundane life on a farm, that wants nothing more than a big adventure. A strong and competent wild named Vea, whose will is as strong as her discipline, dedicated to the sword. The friendly foreigner, Al, who cares more about the hopes and dreams of their companions than their own. And the lovable wild Keeland that wishes to stand out from the crowd and do right by his family's heritage. And while still in the early days of heroing, these companions are ready to take on whatever the world throws at them, starting with a simple quest given to them by a local barkeep, Scratch, to retrieve a case of rare wine from a wharf not far from their village, and with gear on their back, wishes in their hearts, and heads held high, our heroes began their journey. Now where that will take them, only time will tell. And so, our story continues. It's been roughly four hours of trekking through the hot forest in the hot day sun. As you continue on the forest path, the air is thick with the scent of sun-warmed pine needles. The sun filters through the dense canopy, creating a mosaic of muddied shadows on the ground. The air is filled with the gentle rustling of leaves overhead as the breeze weaves its way through the treetops. In the distance, a cheerful chirping of cicadas creates a soundtrack to the serene sound scene. In one direction, you hear the unique caw of a quill-beaked raven starting as a deep, resonant croak, before transforming into a long harmonic tone like that of a pan flute. In the opposite direction, the chirpy, cheery chirps of a moss-hide squirrel, as if the two were wishing each other a good day. And while the scene sounds like a blissful afternoon, it is far from it. As it was said, it's been four hours of constant trekking through the blistering sun. The thick canopy weighs the heat down in humidity. Each of you drenched with sweat and panting. Your feet are sore. Your backs are tired. You're hungry. And one more bite from a bell nibbler, and you can think and you think you might lose your mind. And just as you feel like your feet can't take another step without giving up to the forest floor, a new sound hums. The familiar sound of fresh, cool water lapping against some nearby stones. Carefully stepping over an exposed root of a selborn tree and pushing a few of its long magenta-colored vines out of the way, the path turns and you stumble across a sight of true beauty. A small clearing where a crystal clear pond reflects the sun's rays like a mirror. 
The sweet fragrance of blooming wildflowers on the bank fill your nostrils. As you step into the clearing, you immediately feel the relief of the soft, thick carpet of grass, grass a warm welcome from the hard-trodden path. He watches a swarm of crystal flies flit around the pond's edge. The shimmering swarm of tiny crystalline insects create a dazzling display of lights on the water's surface. A cool breeze carries a subtle mist from the pond, causing a cool, tingling sensation on your skin. A much, much needed relief. Is there a cliffside overlooking the lake? The pond is in a clearing. Clearing, so no, okay. In the forest, yeah. Is there a tree near the pond? <laughs> there are, as you look around, you can see that the exterior of, uh, of the small clearing is winded completely with trees. A few of them hanging over top of the pond proper. A few with large branches that seem to stick out over top of the pond itself. Oh, thank God. No, Barak's going to start climbing the tree and you just see articles of clothing start to fall to the base <laughs> of the tree. <laughs> He's up. Oh, please continue with, you know, wherever you're going with that. Hey, we're all watching y'all are coming breath. in. What is this? All right. I'll look at Rune. Why does he always do this? It's so weird. I don't know. I think it's sort of like he just wants to connect with nature, so he gets naked all the time. But I, I don't know. That's my best guess. It's so I can feel alive. <laughs> Jumps. <laughs> <laughs> Rocketing off the branch, going into a bit of a swan dive before tucking into a cannonball. You watch as Barrett comes splashing down in the center of the pond. A massive wave kicks up all around. Um, uh, as the wave, oh, sorry. Rune would like to, wherever Vea is standing, um, grab her by the hand and pull her and try and jump with her into the lake. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Just come with me. It'll be fine. Ah! <laughs> Being dragged along. She'll be upset that her clothes are getting wet as she wades into it with you oh, oh it's cold oh my gosh it's it's not it, it's just a mind over matter thing so now just close your eyes and imagine that you're on a beach somewhere feels a lot Rude. warmer that's what? not how it works just because i pictured in my brain that we're at a beach we're not we're in a pond are you okay? I'm totally <laughs> fine because in my mind, I'm on a beach right now. Actually, it's kind of refreshing. And then Rune will um, splash Vea. Seeing <laughs> this, <laughs> I would like to do like the big, like where you cut both your hands and you just try to do the massive tidal wave. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Actually, oh, no, no. I'm going to counter that. I'm just going to tackle Rune. <laughs> You try to dump her oh, underwater. Oh shit! Just fox pounce across. Ah! <laughs> Seeing that I'm now soaking wet, I'm fully committing to this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As you feel yourself get dunked underneath the water ruin, um, 
it is in fact very cool but a a gentle reprieve from uh, the otherwise hot day sun as you immediately push your head back up for air you already look over to see uh your brother Beric, who seems to be flat on his back simply floating along oh. <laughs> i like to think like a frog is using me as a lily pad right now <laughs> <laughs> for censorship reasons, covering the, yeah. censorship <laughs> reasons. Yeah. If anybody wanted to make that art, <laughs> think of, like the statue of David, but more frogs. Yeah. It's also cold in the pond, so don't judge. <laughs> it is a tadpole. Let's be honest. Aruna oh. <laughs> uh, will just sort of smile and, and wink at Vea and say, "That's the spirit. Now you got it." <laughs> She'll turn to everyone else and say, come on, come on in. They will oh, be been... standing here looking like drenched. <laughs> like just ghost of the lake. Fur. Yeah. Come join us. It's super fun. <laughs> oh, no. You're not getting me in there with the naked guy. Once he jumped in, that just became a giant cup of naked guy soup. I'm okay. Oh, I didn't think of that. You didn't pee in it's here, did you, Beric? Mm -hmm. It's all natural. Suddenly a small fountain water. begins in front of Eric. <laughs> oh, oh no, Minnie. And she now stops upon hearing this, the, the naked Aww. guy soup. <laughs> Minnie, it's okay. It, it's just he's just it's it's not real. Just just come in, it'll be fun. Get me out. Help Minnie help me out and one out of the piss pond right now. As <laughs> As um as many as many stops and and you know sort of hears Rune sort of you know like calling out, uh, Keelan hasn't paid attention to anything that's going on because we've been walking for a long time without paying any attention to Rune or Barrack or anything like that. You can see Keelan's a little bit further away with like a water skin that he's filled up and he's just drinking mm -hmm. like power chugging the the naked man soup as he's just. And lead a horse in water. And he wipes his lips as he says, What were you all talking about? I'm... Oh, it's nothing, Barrick. Uh, it's nothing a nice day. Stay huh? golden, Tony boy. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I'm going to get some wood for a fire then. Um, and I'm going to, going to, like, you know, fill up, fill up another, like, thing of my water and just cap that and then uh yeah put down the little carry bag and go and get some wood for a fire because because oh. okay. Vea is wet yes we will come back to that in a minute um uh, mini are you in the pond this pond mm -hmm. I'm okay in the pond. oh and al are you in the oh. pond as well <laughs> oh no hell no okay what are you doing uh al's just kind of hanging out on the on the shore they're kind of just sitting there in the grass. It's about 10 feet from the, the edge. They don't want to inhale the fumes. Okay. For those that are in the water right now, you continue into, you, to enjoy the afternoon the best you can as the sun continues to beat down upon all of you. Al watching from the shoreline, uh, they continue to smile and watch as their, their companions continue to frolic and play. Meanwhile, Keelan, as you begin to look throughout the clearing, looking for more of the firewood, 
you stumble upon what looks like a tiny carn. Stack stones typically used as markers of some kind. The overgrown marker is hidden underneath a thick area of moss. And it seems a few of the stones have been knocked over, revealing the interior that seems to be hollow. And as you give a gentle peek inside, you can see the silhouette of a few small objects tucked away. Um, is it bad luck to mess with, like, fairy, cairnstone type thing? Is there, like, any superstition that I should know about, about, you know... Make a history check for me. I will do so. Ooh. The first history check. <laughs> that is a history check of an 18. An hey. 18. Right. Where you've seen these along in some of your travels in the past, there's never been any superstition or lore or any kind of warning that says not to touch one. All right. I'll um, I'll put the sticks down, and I'll um, peer inside, just making sure that there's no critters or you know bitey things in there sure. before I dive my hand in and try to retrieve whatever is uh, concealed. Go ahead hollow. and make an investigation check for me. Uh, Quill. Hmm. That is a zero. A zero. <laughs> Fair enough. Quill look, looks good to me. Everything <laughs> yeah. looks absolutely fine. There is nothing is... to be afraid of within there at all. Yeah. Definitely I mean, not although, a Tarrasque. If there was something in there, why would it be called a hollow? Oh, okay. Solid logic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree entirely. Yep. Uh, yep, I'll um lay down on the grass and sort of stick my hand in uh to where the uh, the opening is. Uh, and I'm gonna do it so that my head's like pointing upwards because obviously I have my large horse muzzle. So mm -hmm. you know, just trying to like get as deep as I can to like root around and try and grab what I can and just pull it back out. Okay. As you begin to fish around inside of it, you feel what seems to be three different items within there. Oh, is it like choosing my favorite Please. Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want Bulbasaur. Yeah, this is this is where everybody gets their starter. Yes, <laughs> sick. Um, all right. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm playing blind man's bluff. Um, okay, so. What, well, I guess, what texture do I feel from these three objects? Like, are Absolutely. they metal? Are they wood? You know? Yeah. So the first object that you feel for seems to be a cloth pouch of some kind. You can feel a strange, mm, tiny ball-shaped objects within it. No more than probably the size of your knuckle. Continuing to reach over to the other side, you feel a very smooth surface. And as you do, you can feel it slightly comes apart a little bit. The texture is hard and hard to put a, a name to it. Lastly, you feel what feels to be a cool metal object that seems to not have any sharp edges and four corners on it. Okay. 
I'm going to go for the uh, the first object, the uh, the thing with multiple smooth, you know, kind of ballish sort of shapes. Okay. And I'll try and pull that out. Okay. As you Ow. scurry around a little bit, pulling out from uh, from within the carn, you find a pouch that seems to be of just a very typical fabric. Um, the color seems to just be a an off-brown or off-white brownish color. Clearly, it hasn't been dyed or anything along those lines in terms of the presentation for it. Hmm. Uh, I'll... Uh, is it if it's a string? I'll just kind of unwind this string and open it up and take a peer and see what's inside. Okay. As you look inside, a little bit of a look of shock graces upon your face. You've heard about these objects from some of your relatives, uh, being hunter gatherers themselves. You see what you could swear is a small pouch of eternicorns. Tiny acorns that are rumored to be able to grow into ancient trees. And after growing for a thousand years, the Eterna trees are said to retain the memories of the entirety of the surrounding area. That's so cool, Dave. Whoa. Royce? Oh, this is something for a druid. Well, it's mine now. <laughs> uh i'll um i'll reach in for the set for the set for the, actually can i lift the the stone to expose these things like is it or is it too heavy god no you should be able to lift it it's not a very large carn at all yeah okay cool uh i'll i'll just move the stone out of the way okay as you begin and, to uh, move some of the yeah. uh the the Roughly uh, football-sized stones. You do get full look, a glimpse into the interior. The other object that you are reaching in for looks like the bleached bones of a long-dead woodland creature. And the last, a small, now matted flask. Uh, ooh, well, I mean... What are the uh, the creature bones? What are, do I do? I recognize the creature. Is it like a squirrel or? Uh, make make a nature check for me. Let's do it. All the checks. And by the way, I want to point out every one of the checks you've asked me for. My stat, my actual score is a negative one too. Um, I made sure that this was specifically for you, Dag. I learned <laughs> yeah. from the best. I'm glad. I got a seven on my nature check. Seven. Uh, the the small bones. You could tell it's some type of small woodland creature. Could be a uh, a moss-eyed squirrel. Could be a uh, a stoneback badger. Very difficult to tell. It has been here for quite some time. Okay, I'll leave. I'll leave the bones to rest. I'll. I'll. You know. Just. You know. Why won't bother them? Uh, but I will take the uh, the flask, uh, and I'll um I'll begin to head back to the group, uh, calling out, uh, Oyal. Al, I found some stuff. As you reach in and grab for the flask, you can see there's not really any markings on it, save for a few that seem to be etched in. You're not um, sure what these markings are. I'm gonna I'm gonna quickly rub the flask and like try to like clear off some of the the gunk and grime to sort of see if I can read the markings. 
you continue to rub off the as much as the uh, dirt and soot that have gathered on this uh, on this flask, revealing as much of the etchings as possible. What languages do you know? Uh, I know the following languages, and they're good languages too. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I know the languages. Uh, common mm -hmm. and horse. <laughs> <laughs> I say, I say nay, good sir. I say nay. Uh, I say the nay. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to figure out where on thingo. Oh, here we go. Uh, I have no additional languages. Uh, okay. Fair really? Enough. You you <laughs> have some no good idea what this language is then. Yep. I, As I, you're I, I speak going horse. over it, Keelan. Uh, Al's got a kebab. He's got like, this isn't going to be like the time that you called me over to see something cool and then you said it wasn't poop and I knew it was poop, but I ate it anyway. It it was poop and I'm pretty sure it was barracks poop. But, you know, no, no, this time um, I found uh, I found some some of these and I hold up the bag of Eternicorns, which I totally didn't think were a tiny a bag of tiny unicorns. And uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> someone and 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 the 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 flask someone 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 put a rock on these perfectly good things but you know oh, cool I mean they kind of got some bits and bobs did you ever think that maybe someone uses as a stash and might be coming back for it well, I thought that, but there's also this dead thing in there. So what I think happened was, right, there is this guy walking around, you know, just mm -hmm. minding their own business. Then suddenly this little badger squirrel thing runs up their leg. They panic, right? And they, yeah. wham, hit it with this, this big rock. And in the confusion, it dropped some stuff, you know, just onto the floor. And I'm then proceeded you, but... to drop more rocks onto it, you know, like creating the layer effect of, you know, as, as it was when I found it before I toppled it. Look, we all know various rodents explode into loot, so maybe that happened as well. Um, oh, that's true. You know, it happened to um, happened to my uncle. You know, you know, once they um, they found a uh, you know one of those tiny little Wolverine type things and it exploded, and all of a sudden there was a a recipe for Wolverine stew that just emerged from their body. Crazy as shit. How do they do that? So, <laughs> what do you see, uh, Dag? I will say. Uh, do you, can I see the runes that we were talking about on the objects that Dag had when he was trying to read? I forget which object it was. Had the you, no, you the absolutely yeah you absolutely flask. see okay. the flask yeah this is a, a very um, typical small metal flask with no identifying marks other than what's scratched in the front. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Al's gonna. Uh... Would you say it is a language, Dave? From or is it just like a like a. No, what what you can tell there's there's some methodology behind the the these carvings. Doesn't seem to be just random scratches. They are purposely put there. What languages okay. do you know, yeah. Al? Uh, so the cool thing, Al is actually going to take this time to cast our first spell of the campaign. Ooh. Which one is it going to be? Is it going to be a good one? I hope it's, it's comprehend uh, languages. Something that we exactly oh. need. Right. This is kind of Hell weird. yeah. Fine. All right. Yeah. I called the right person. Out. I do have All the right. Fey Touch feet uh, here, so it's kind of nice. It allows me to uh, read or listen to any language that I do not know. Uh, I must be touching the surface. 
takes about a one minute to read about a page of text. So uh, now, Al's where kinda... uh, young young youngling, um, where did the Fey touch you? It's okay, we're all friends here. <laughs> <laughs> that's something we'll get into later. You okay, know, all right, that's 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 that's, home, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's, you know, that's that's Al's character arc. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fun thing is, I touch myself. It's a crazy thing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I was going. So what does it uh, say on the kinda... flask? Maybe that's for your like personal diary afterwards. Okay. Oh, as 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 you cast comprehend languages, Keelan, you watch as Al's eyes begin to glow slightly. As they do, Al's going to be like, he's kind of like almost like, Bleh. oh, oh. I guess it kind of works that way. He's going to pick up the flask and read it. Okay. As you look down at it, you suddenly realize that this language is Sylvan. And it does have a word directly etched into it. The word reads Daisy. I think it belonged to someone named Daisy. At least that's what it says on the flask. As you kind of tilt it around, Al you begin to hear the clinking inside of it, like small metal objects within it. Very similar to the sound yet, of Keelan? coins in a jar. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, give, yeah, hand it over. Keelan sort of uh, stops eating the um, the attorney coins as he's like just been snacking on them while he's watching. Um, takes the... Uh... Oh, you're going to die. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like eating watermelon seeds. Eating? You, you, you can eat acorns. Eating the acorns? You can eat acorns. Acorns are edible. The Don't special eat them ones? all. They grow into the special big trees? I mean, all, like, acorns grow into big trees. I mean. Gag. <laughs> I'm going to open I'm gonna open the flask as a, you know, just, you know, thunk, if I can. Okay. As you open the lid to pour out its interior, nothing seems to come out. When suddenly a hard blow of air starts to spout from the mouth of the flask, it whooshes out and then slows for a moment. You both hear a small whistling noise like something stuck at the other end of the mouth, when finally you hear a sound of a pop before a gust of air stops completely. All is still for a moment until a soft echo rings out the entirety of the clearing. Oopsie! Now, Who said that? all of you, you've heard tales and legends before, but they've never been more than just children's tales. Born from the laughter of playful sprites and the glint of a pixie's eye, the Oopsie is an elusive fey creature standing no taller than a human hand when it's in its corporeal form, albeit rare to ever actually see one. An Oopsie is said to have a curious nature, seeking out moments of distraction and amusement. Its ability to manipulate minor illusions and create harmless pranks make it a mischievous entity. Oopsies are known to be drawn to those who seek adventure, adding just a touch of chaos to their journey without causing any real harm. The good news is, is that they can only be summoned. The bad news is we have no ability to stop it from being summoned. To the chat, 
Starting the next session, chat will now have the ability to summon one oopsie during each episode through oh, channel cool. points. Oh, no. an oopsie is summoned, <laughs> I knew it. it. I knew it. Each time an oopsie is summoned, players will be gifted with a bit more chaos to the game. Which PC it will be will be determined based on a test. And the first test is test for those that are in the water right now. The last... <laughs> The last person to show me something that is either red or green will be the victim of today's oopsie. Well, oh! My green screen. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, Vea, it looks like you... <laughs> I got out of the water. Remember? You were in the water, though. You asked me to take you out of the water, but I didn't. <laughs> you will never forget that. <laughs> I was going to. It's like one of the Telltale games. Becca will remember this. I don't have to think about this. I did the literal like wiping the sweat from my brow, thinking this was not my problem. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm ready. All right. I'm ready. Let's do this. Brandon playing by herself in the small end of the pond pool. It's fine. <laughs> this is actually perfect because it's like a rite of passage, really. Yeah, it is. Yep, yep, it is. Tiny laughter rings out. As the water begins to quake a little bit, a mist begins to cyclone around the surface, being bled by an unseen force, quickly turning into a, a small fog over top of the pond. The wind suddenly crashes, causing the fog to fall and drift across the water. Thea, I need you to roll a d6 for me. Oh, okay. Three. Three. Whoa, that was crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> my that <belt>. was weird. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> As the fog suddenly starts to fade away, Al, Keelan, you continue to watch the pond's edge. And as it clears, you begin to see your companions still playing in the water, albeit a little confused. There's Minnie. There's Barrick. There's Rune. There's what you believe to be Veya. No longer looks like Veya. As she seems to have been polymorphed into that of an alpaca. Nice. Veya, you still have the full ability to speak. All of your stats remain the same. And the effects will last until sunset. But you are now in the visage of an alpaca. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, hey, what's up? Is that me or is it is that a llama in the water there? That's oh, yeah, they always look like that. Oh, okay. Bea <laughs> <laughs> looks down and sees her reflection, and in a moment you just see like a quick stomping of all four hooves and a quick turning of her head. What? What is this? What is this? And she'll charge out of the water quickly. <laughs> What am 
away. And she'll kind of create a big of a fuss as she parades around as if she could outrun this new skin that she's wearing. <laughs> get it off, get it off, get it off. <laughs> you all watch as now Alpaca Vea runs back and forth, just completely panicked, screaming, get it off, get it off. As more and more water seems to splash out from the thick, thick fur underneath. Al's gonna kind of come up to Vea, but he's gonna be doing it like as a whoa, hey, 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 come on now, come on. Did hey, you calm do down. This? Is this Damn. magic? No, no. I, th no. I, th I throw the the vase like into the bush. Yeah, we don't know what happened. Craziest what? thing could have been anything Maybe at all. It was the pond. You know, we have no clue Maybe how this water. Maybe it was Beric's pee. I bet you a druid pee. Maybe you turned <gasps> Druid pee. I've heard druid, about these sorts of things. Pee. It was druid pee, hundred percent. In that long neck, you just see me like switch around, like trying to find your, your eyes narrow. I would like to charge at Beric. You undo his curse right now. Beric is still just floating along the surface of the pond with a lily pad acting like an eye mask as he's snoring. <laughs> and just see this running into the water back and angry lava. Yeah. Yeah. He, he 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 managed to like poke one eye out of like the lily pad as you crash into <laughs> another loud splash rings out from the pond as uh once again ruin and Minnie both feel a wave of cool water splash over top of them. I just want to constantly take my front hooves and keep dunking. Like I'm, I'm pouncing on him. <laughs> Every time he surfaces, I push him back under. Undo oh, this stupid curse right now. Rick, somebody give me my my, my staff. <laughs> I'll look at Rune. Can you stop them? I don't. I think it's kind of fun. I don't know. I'm enjoying it. Between you and me, I don't. I don't think it was Barrick's pee. He's done this a lot before, and I haven't been in alpaca, so <laughs> probably not. He's Barrick's like a water trampoline. Barrick's pee in this. Who cares? Right. Yeah. It's adorable. God, now That's I wish I had done. magic pee. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> have a new favorite superpower. <laughs> oh, God. Dear Lord in heaven. All right. So after a while, you begin to tire out having repeatedly dunk Barrick's head under the water. Barrick slowly on all fours, like kind of emerges from the pond and just collapses onto the <laughs> little and rests his face in the in the nice cool mud. <laughs> I'll collapse next to you in my alpaca form. It's fine. This has got to be temporary. I look fantastic. I can see more. This is fine. This is okay. You've never been taller. She kind of looks at you. <laughs> and you know, I was going to be like, is what I said to her, Keelan, you know, back at town, you know, the tall lady, that's exactly what I said to them. Yeah, no, I, I remember that. That was that was very much yeah, uh, a yeah. thing. And plus also, you know, um, your your clothes, you know, they're they're now part of your alpaca thing and they're not wet anymore. So, you know, that's a positive. You're not you're not wearing dripping wet clothes anymore. No, but now I have wet alpaca fur. Oh, 
Don't oh worry, Vina. When it dries, you're going to be so fluffy. I sleep with the alpacas in the barn all the time. Mm -hmm. And plus, you did a dominance play on Beric, and now they fear you. Am I going to have to live with your alpacas in the barn? <laughs> it's not I that mean, bad. They, they don't smell as bad as the sheep. Would you like some acorns? I would like to... You're offering me. Yeah. I would like to spit. <laughs> I'm doing the al uh, the classic alpaca spit at Keelan at this moment. Would you like yeah. some acorns? <laughs> 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 no, hey, Jesus Christ! Oh, ladies and barn! <laughs> Feeling a little bit better about with your new spitting ability, Vea. <laughs> you, you suddenly realize, well, as long as it's temporary. At least you can spit pretty far. That's right. You, my when friend. I dry and I get fluffy, it'll be fine, and I'll go back to normal because I won't have the stupid pee pond on me anymore. <sighs> As you, you feel yourself calm down, feeling your mental faculties return, you feel a little bit clearer, a little bit better. And you, my friend, have been gifted initiative on your next skill check. Nice. Nice. Initiative. Oh, I'm no, he's yeah. been. She's Did been given initiative that? on her next skill check. Okay. Did I say initiative? Sorry, I meant inspiration. It, no, it, no, it is oh, initiative. Okay. Inspiration. Oh, okay. My apologies. It is the fastest skill check in the world. Right. It will be <laughs> fastest. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, oh, did you see that my pee did that? <laughs> cool. I'm so sorry, Peck. I don't know if this is what you signed up for, but like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You see Bea stand up on all fours again, a little sniffle, and the angry look on her face. It's fine. I guess I'll just carry the wine back for all of us. This is a new pack horse. Well, I mean, technically speaking, you should be carrying Al, because you're an alpaca. Oh, um, I see what you did there because of my name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you see what I did there? That was, that was, oh, good. sorry, like I'll make one. a fire. My bad. <laughs> I go and try and make a fire. <laughs> I, try not to, I do not look at this alpaca directly in the eyes. She will not move. I don't care if it takes you 10 minutes or 30 minutes. I am going to be unmoving and trying to blink as little as possible. As a statue, watch you. <laughs> just sweat, just sweat, putting out the fire as I'm trying to keep it. Beric's gonna use that opportunity to get away from Vea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as Runo go, uh, Runo will switch out with Beric, and she'll she'll sit next to uh, to Vea, and she'll say, "You know, I mean, you could just look at the bright side of things. I mean, how many?" opportunities do people get to try out being something different than they are maybe you should see what you can do with an alpaca maybe you can fly you never know in the slowest <laughs> turning of heads she will look at you <laughs> <laughs> just because you thought jeremy could fly does not mean any animal can fly, Rune. How do you know if you haven't tried? 
Look, hey, Rune, maybe you should help me over here with this thing. We're going to help get some smaller wood to help the bigger fire. Come on, I'll show you how to do it. Come on, Rune. Let me just try to fly. I'm just going to just close my eyes, and I'm going to suddenly be not only I'm an alpaca, like... but a flying alpaca. This is Come a on, brilliant Rune. idea. You just see the unraveling of Vega in this moment. Your attempts to calm her down and convince her she's a flying alpaca. <laughs> As Al's pulling her away, she and and she's having a a, a moment. Uh, Rune will try and uh, just pet her on the forehead before you. <laughs> but it's like I'm she's gonna away. kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I've been demoted to party pet already. I'm gonna take a page from Jeremy's book and try to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. creepy like Jeremy. I'm gonna act fair. like a Jeremy. Okay. All right, go, in, go uh, ahead fair. and make a melee go attack fair. for me. No one said Drew attack. <laughs> like not actually her. Like a snap. It's just a snap. So it's an eight. Mm -hmm. An eight. Unfortunately, uh, Al pulls her away right at the last second as you snap at her. Clearly upset, you suddenly notice another beginning to make their way over to you, Vea, as Jeremy comes over and nuzzles up beside your your one of your front feet and looks up with a little now? bit of a smile before he sits down in a typical pig pose beside you. Jeremy loves alpacas. <laughs> Happy karma. Don't you, Jeremy? Oink, 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 oink. Here. I have something that might make you feel better. I go into my bag and I root through a bunch of crap and then I pull out like a broken brush. I'm just gonna start like brushing her soothingly. In oh <laughs> a resigned effect, you see Vea just kind of slumped down next to Jeremy. Oh, and I'm gonna close my eyes and just focus on the brushing. Like you you help brush my hair anyway in normal situations. Like we've done that. You've helped me and you help me braid my hair. I'm just gonna pretend sure. like this is back when i was normal and this is another girl's totally the hair brushing type yeah <laughs> <laughs> no because you don't i don't mind you are rough with the knots that's okay you're just you i'm <laughs> just gonna just fine thank you i'll be over soon plus i bet you that you're still really strong as an alpaca Thank you. You know it doesn't that make you any less cool as strong as alpaca. I know that's for sure. And she's just like stroking <laughs> away. <laughs> right. If I'm gonna be an alpaca, I'm gonna be the best alpaca there is. Yeah, you are. I'll give her oh. like props. Yeah. Could they grip the sword in their teeth? <laughs> and then like alpaca's sweet like sword moves. I guess we'll find out at some point. Right? <laughs> As Minnie sits trying to comfort Vea or Alpaca Vea. About an hour goes by as you get the four fire roaring, all of you able to um, warm up, dry off, get a little bit of food inside of your bellies before it's about time to continue to make your way down to the wharf. As you all gather your things, you continue your travels and the day begins to cool as the sun is no longer in its zenith. 
Your best guess, it would be roughly about 3.30, 4 o'clock at this point. During the second half of your trek, you see more of the same. Towering trees, woodland critters that run as soon as they are spotted, and more calls from crickets, cicadas, and crows. But after another hour of travel, the trees become more sparse, and the path widens, and the sound of distant waves beckon. Not long after the forest begins to fall away, it's replaced by the sight of hypnotic dance of thick, white-capped waves. For those of you who have never seen the Siren Sea before, it's like nothing you've ever seen before. An endless expanse of sapphire blue. The horizon stretches infinitely as sky meets sea, and the sun casts its golden embrace. The air itself carries a salty breeze, teasing the senses and leaving the taste of the ocean on your lips. Large gulls of blue and yellow glide gracefully above, their calls echoing across the vastness. Their trills accompanied by the low hums of the waves create a symphony that captivates the soul and lingers in one's hearts forever. And in that moment, as you stand on what you would guess as the edge of the world itself, the Siren Sea becomes more than a physical expanse. It becomes a metaphor for the boundless possibilities that life holds, a moment that leaves an undeniable mark on the tapestry of your memories. And joining you on the edge is a rickety stone and wooden wharf that stretches about a hundred feet into the blue. While the remnants of old buildings scatter across the shoreline, only one remains. Not a large, but also not a small building either. Its weathered stone walls hold an old thatch roof now covered in moss. An old wooden or arched door stands guard in front of a mostly covered flagstone path that splits and continues down towards the docks. You see a goat that grazes in the front yard and takes note of your arrival. It tilts its head slightly and gnaws on some the grass at the sight of a new visitor, particularly eyeing Vea, but quickly returns to its midday lunch. What would you guys like to do? Well, I'm not going up to the door. What do you want me to knock with? My head? You could. No, can, no. Could I, could I do it? Could I do it? I, I've been working on my um, my my official knock. You know, it's uh, it's you know a, little, a bit of one of these, and you know the puffed out. Yeah, you, you've got to see it. It's really impressive. And let the kid shine. Come on, Galen, show us what you got. All right, all right. I got this. <clears throat> I um, I I straighten up my my shirt. I like, you know, make sure my collar's down and. You know, I brush out my hair from like all the dust from the road and stuff like that. And as I do so, I um, I'm gonna sort of take a, uh, a a 45 degree angle with my back foot, as I as I pu- pu- push my chest outwards. And as I do so, I'm going to lean forward, and only using my wrist and the uh, the the knuckles on like the midsection of my fingers, I'm going to. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's wow. pretty good, right? I just, I just work it. It's, okay. it's a good quality <clears throat> knock. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm so proud. 
Keela starts like vibrating. <laughs> like, <laughs> someone please answer the door. If no one answers, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Wait for a few moments. And then a few more. And then a few more. It's okay, I'm sure they heard it. It's It was very rhythmic, you know. It's my first knock. Three minutes go by. Fuck! And still no sign at the door or the window spotted around the front entrance. Okay. I'm fine. I just need a minute. I'm going to move away from the door. And I'm just going to... It's okay. All right, you there. For this group. I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to walk my alpaca ass over to this goat. (laughs) (laughs) Quick mud, like careless whispers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't speak goat. That's not on my character sheet. Um, But... I'm going to look at it. I'm going to stomp a little bit. I'm going to look at the door. I'm going to go, where's the owner of the house? <laughs> I don't think, I don't, I don't think this will work, but in my brain, I'm like, why? I don't know what, if I don't think I, mean, I can fly, but maybe I can talk to goats now. <laughs> all right. Well, in that <laughs> case, I'm dreaming big. Go ahead and, and make a persuasion check for me and with advantage, thanks to uh, the gifts of said chat Trippington. That's good because I have a negative one for this naturally. Ooh, okay, okay. Then it's going to be a seven or 16. If I get the advantage on that. A 16. 16. As it eyes you down. With its with its square pupils, gnawing away. <laughs> it looks over to the side path that leads down to the docks and gives a little bit of a head nod. You can't really tell if it's getting the hair out of its face or if it's motioning over, but you would We're assume he's trying phase. to lead you to something. Exactly. The goat emo face. <laughs> we all nah. I'm going to try. Fine. Keelan, bring your knocking ass over here. That way. Huh? Uh, uh, you can see Keelan sort of like big drip of snot coming out of his nose. He... <laughs> oh, God. There's another door. There's a back. Guys, there's a there's a back door. There's a back door we can use. <laughs> it's just we just used the wrong door, so that doesn't count. Doesn't sure, count. No, Keelan. Okay. Right. I I just I I really need to know. I'm not sure if this is gonna you know help the situation, but I selfishly want to know what your knock was before this knock. Like this was your level up knock, right? So I'm wondering. What was your other knock? Yeah, where did it start? Which one? I, this is this is this is knock mark fifty. Okay. I mean, no, the one I, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, sure I can show you where it I, started. No. It all began when I was a child. Nope. And uh, I needed. Run walks needed, away. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the uh, the back door, and uh, you know, Keelan sort of again, forty five degree angle. Standing, you know, shoulder width apart, chest puffed out, and he leans in with one hand. And he Eric stops knocks. for a moment. 
Right over your shoulder. Very standard Are you guys making your way to the back door? Is that what's happening? I'm sorry, I might have missed that. Okay, all right. So as, as you do make your way down the cobbled path, it's slightly down an incline. Um, as you circle around the back of the building, its lower half seems to be mostly built into the hillside with larger stones making up the walls. The pathway leads to the place where the wharf meets the shoreline, where a number of old crates and cargo boxes line the walkways. And directly across from the wharf's, wharf's mouth, a heavier set wooden door sits on the building's back wall. As both Keelan and Beric begin to make their way up to the door. Sorry, who's knocking first? So, so we'll, we'll do that scene again. So, so Keelan, you know, walks up to the door uh, as he does. So once again, you know, 45 degree angle, legs apart, kind of lifts up his hands, puffs out his chest as he gets ready to, to knock the door. And, and then Beric as he's goes just over about his shoulder and just very standard knock, just very open the situation. <laughs> All right. Keelan is Fair just enough. flabbergasted. All right, you give a hearty knock, Beric. But again, no one answers the door. Although, Beric and Keelan, if you could both make a perception check for me. Sure. Nat 20. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Uh, well, total of 24. That, that does that. Natural 20, baby. <laughs> As you listen for the interior, you don't hear any footsteps coming along. However, you do hear the sound of a soothing hum that can be heard coming from the other side of the door. I think there's a there's definitely someone in there i'm just gonna jiggle the handle see if it's unlocked okay as you begin to jiggle the handle <laughs> you do notice that the heavy door seems to be locked as you continue to wiggle away a loud voice booms from behind you and as you turn in place you're met with a sight with an older blowfishian man his bulbous body gives off somewhat threatening appearance. As the man sucks in more air, his chest grows larger and larger. He wears a ratty sailor's apparel that has clearly seen better days. And in his hand points a rather large harpoon-like crossbow, quickly pointing its tip back and forth to each of you. Now what do a couple of thieving wood rats want of old hoodie's homestead, hmm? Uh, Keelan, and he's gonna kind of oh, sidestep uh, and put Keelan in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, right. Uh, okay, <clears throat> dear sir or madam, um, we have come from the 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 town of Starts here, at the behest of Old Scratch, in order to acquire a shipment of penny wine from your fine establishment. Um, as for us jiggling the door handle, we were concerned that when there was no response that maybe there was someone in distress and my friend maybe sort of, you know, tried to get in. But we don't want to steal from you. We, this, this fair trade, I, I don't know, Mr. Hootie, if, if you know, because Scratch didn't tell us if he actually told you about this thing, but, you know, the wine shipment, uh, didn't make it, it, it's, I mean, you probably know this already because, you know, 
It's your wine. Um, this is my first delivery. I can tell they're not. <laughs> Lowers his harpoon gun. Well, why didn't you say something sooner? You tadpoles could have been pwned. Of course, of course, I got the companion wine. Kept it in me shed right here for safekeeping. He leads you over to a small storage building. Now, where did I put it? Uh, he begins to look around at many of the cases. No, that's not that one. <laughs> Finally, he finds a small crate and blows a bit of dust off the front, revealing a symbol of a feather blowing in the wind. Ah, here it is. There you have it. He begins to hand it over to you, Keelan. So, uh, how long have you known Scratch for? Oh, well, um, I mean, uh, we, we've known Scratch for, for quite a while. We're, we're all from the, the town of Startier, and, uh, you know, uh, Al here, he, he, he works uh, actually at the Huff and Puff itself. Do you know? Yes, well, we know. your wine does pretty good there, so yeah, we figured Scratch to send us up this time, make sure it gets back okay. Oh, I promise you this wine here is nothing like you've had in your village for a very long time, if ever. Okay, I mean, does it still do the same thing wine does, where if they drink it, people get loud and drunk? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, that's what so wine generally does. I mean, that's really all we're batting for here. They're not really critics back home. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> that Scratch, always looking for more to drink. I remember fondly meeting Scratch back in my day. I was a lot younger back then. And Scratch was on leave after he defeated the Tallowed Three. And I happened to get himself caught at the tip of his blade. Had I not offered him more rum than he weighed, I'm sure it would have been my end right then and there. You you used to do adventuring with old Scratch. I not necessarily adventuring. I myself in my younger days was a bit of a smuggler. I was a mem member of a, a group known as the Red Sail. We were the seafaring chapter of the Red Hood Rogues, and we ran the southern shores from Seesaw all the way up to Ellesmere Port. Probably still run in the port across the Neverland Isles, if not accounting for taking a poon to the knee. I am. I, um, I, I sort of like very like my eyes are fixated on Hootie as I sort of tap Rune on the on the shoulder, like you know, like just trying to get their attention. Rune, Rune, did you hear? He's a smuggler. He is. That's like the bad boys of the delivery world. Ah, oh, just. It's yeah. so cool. I mean, yeah, I think, um, yeah, definitely cool. I'm happy. I'm happy for you, Keelan. <sighs> Say so you. You got to just like, you know, sail all around, and go like wherever you wanted, all the time. Far and wide, wide and far. You wouldn't believe the things that I've seen. Not as good as you guys would think. Hey, old timer, what did you poop in the whole time? Well, of course, in my poop bucket. There it Standard is. sailor poop bucket. There it is. Uh, Barrack begins to cry. That, what? That sounds beautiful. <laughs> so, so does Keelan. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> you, 
What you is folks happening? wouldn't be interested in a little bit more adventuring, would you? Yeah. Yes. Make your trip a little bit more profitable. Yeah. Uh, Sounds good. Keep talking. Well, you about. see, the the wine wasn't the only thing that floated by the wharf here. And there's only one Blowfishian that knows where the rest sank. Which I would be happy to share the information with, with anyone willing to split said treasures with me. You see, it seemed oh. that a larger portion of the chi a ship seemed to have broken off. The only reason why the wine was able to make it as far as it did was it was the only thing that seemed to float. How much of a split? Well, 50-50 as a good, good smuggler's deal. If we're doing all the work? Well, I'm showing you where the work would be there, lass, if you are a lass. I'm not sure I can't tell the sex of alpacas. <laughs> How about, I have an idea. How about instead of 50-50, 90-10? You only want 10% of the treasure there, lass. I mean, I, it oh, seems no. like a fair deal no. to me then. No, no, no. 90 for us and 10 for you. Now, let me let me ask you this beforehand. Let allow me old Hootie to retort. What exactly is 90% of nothing? Nothing. Well, very good. She's right. Nothing. And how much would you have without old Hootie? Well, um I suppose well, nothing. Hootie. What they're trying to say is you gotta sort of meet us. They'll know with this. Forgive them. Look, Scratch and I, we go way back. You know how he deals. You gotta cut us in for a little bit more. I mean, how about we do, uh, say, 70-30? Hmm. I mean, it's not like you gotta go far. We're gonna go do most of the work here. We'll bring it back. It's an easy day for you. Who else are you gonna get to do this? He looks to the side for a moment. At least one knows how to put up a wager. And negotiate. Go ahead and make a persuasion check for me, Al. We will. With a plus five. Ooh. We rolled a nine. <laughs> I'll tell you what. For a total of 14 or for a total of nine? For a total of nine. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll meet you in the middle. 60-40 split. I was going to turn to the gang. He's going, that's probably be the best we get out of this guy. Deal. I, I just want to go deep sea diving. That sounds like a lot of fun. Fine. Hey, if we're I doing 60-40, you got any though. equipment we can use? We'll bring it back. What would <laughs> I need? He's a real smuggler. Nah, you make a good point there, Hootie. You don't got any extra rope laying around? Something for us, you know, lung breathers? Oh, sure, you can have yourself to any of the rope that you find on the dock. There's plenty there. That'll do it. Now, hey, can we keep the wine here with you? And then we'll come back and get it on the way back? Aye, you can keep it here with me. Promise not to drink it. Much. <laughs> He's gonna drink it. Uh, Excuse me, mister? Ah, what do you want there, small one? 
Well, just a couple things. First of all, um, I was just wondering what exactly the treasure is, if you know anything about that. And then also I was wondering, since you're a fish, then why don't you dive in the ocean and get it? Because it just seems like that would be maybe simpler. Barrick punches Minnie Ooh, in the arm. good question. Ah, <laughs> uh, now. The lass has a good question. First off, that's the beauty of treasure. As he kind of puts his arm around you, pulling you in tight, you can smell the distinct uh, odorish smell of an older fish sitting out in the sun for too long, mixed with the ripe, fermented smells of rum. That's hot. You see there, lass, the beauty of treasure is you never know what it is until you've got it in your hands. As for okay. old Hootie here, I did take an arrow to, sorry, a poon to the fin not long ago. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's stopped me from swimming out too far. I could stay in the shallows, but as soon as it gets too far out there, I'll get pulled by the current. Just don't have the strength anymore. Oh, no. Okay, thanks for asking, answering oh. all my questions, mister. I'm going to, like, break free of him because he smells, and I'm just going to go over to Vea and put my face in her fur and go... <laughs> You're an alpaca palate cleanser. Literally, I'm your emotional support animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to get the fish smell out. Yeah. So, this is where we try to figure out a way to make this permanent. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Keelan's gonna put down the, um, uh, the crate of, of wine, um, and say, all right, well, uh, okay, I I'm pretty excited about this, we're, we're going on a, a treasure hunt, and we're going to deliver the treasure and the fair share to Old Hootie, but, uh, where exactly is this treasure? I mean, is it gonna be far, is it gonna take a few days, because, you know, we should also be getting back to Old Scratch too, right? Oh, it's not a far travel at all. Follow me, lads. And he walks you down to the end of the wharf. We're not all lads. <laughs> right. Lads and alpacas. He continues to walk down to the end of the, the wharf. As he points out into the water, you see a large rock that seems to pull out or stick out from the center of the water. No more than probably 20 to 30 yards away from the end of the wharf itself. I watched it go down right by that stone there. A little bit of deep sea diving, as they say. I'm sure you're going to be able to find it. So, I'm, is I'm it like, a deal then? Yes, we'll do it. Do you have something that can help us sink faster? He looks over to a number of anchors that seem to be sitting on the wharf. I might have a few things for you. Well, yeah, it's a great idea. Let's just tie each other to anchors and then sink to the bottom and then. Right. Easiest way to find them. Well, Keelan's always <laughs> looking for a good delivery. I bet if we. Keelan, you want to get strapped to one anchor and go pick up a package? <laughs> You're muted. muted. Uh, yes, I'm we'll very take that excited. As a yes. 
<laughs> I'm very excited about it. I think I, you know, I mean, how many delivery delivery people can can say they picked up stuff from the bottom of the sea? Yes, count me in. All right. Well, I'll leave it with you, kids. Then you can meet me back towards the house or homestead. I'll be slinking around somewhere. Now, before we go ahead with this, there's something that I need to explain, not only to my players but possibly to chat. Let's talk about how suffocation works. <laughs> In no the good old game of D&D, you can hold your breath for a number of minutes equal to one plus your constitution modifier, okay, to a minimum of 30 seconds. When you run out of breath, you can survive for a number of rounds equal to your modifier. But after those rounds are over, you drop to zero hit points and immediately start dying and can't stabilize yourself or heal yourself until you can breathe air again. For example, if you have a constitution modifier of plus two, you can hold your breath for three minutes. If you start suffocating, you have two rounds to reach air before it drops you to zero hit points. We all good? We all understand? Mm -hmm. Just looking in yep. your direction, bud? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, but it's fine. I'll figure it out. <laughs> hey, I have a question. I don't know much about how alpacas work. Does my... I think they have gills. <laughs> yeah, they can fly and they can breathe into water. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> they can fly. I have gills. Is my fur more like as a flotation device? Like as fluffy? Absolutely as... not. Because I know alpacas typically can float along the top of the water very easily because of how fluffy their hair is. You're once once you get under the water and the water <laughs> saturates you, then you're basically a stone at that point. Okay. I, that being said, how funny of a scene would it be if you literally couldn't submerge yourself? Yeah, that's what I'm like. <laughs> that's what I'm like. That's what I'm like. Frantic I need help down. just water. bobs back and forth in the water. Yes. <laughs> just the button legs sticking up. Trying to... oh. I didn't think I could sink. Alpacas, I don't think, are very sinkable. Not only oh, has Vea turned so into an alpaca, she is also a buoy now. Yeah. Fantastic. No. Uh, we, we do have anchors. I have an yeah. amazing idea. Which is why I asked. I wanted to make sure. No, no, the answer is no to your idea. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's what we're going to do. We tie uh, four buoys to Vea and a rope around her waist with an anchor. We can go down the rope and up it as, as we need air. But we always have that center point. Me. Well, you know, you're <laughs> the strongest. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Why not? I'm Vea's just kind of over. I'll be the buoy. You can tie your rope to me so that way when you know you need to go up, you just go to the floating cloud on top of the water. Yeah, for what it's worth, I think it's super cool how much time you spent in the water today for somebody who hates the water. Yeah, it might be the last time I do this. <laughs> and, and who knows? You know, maybe if you maybe if you jump into the water here, it'll turn you into something else. <laughs> right. At that thought, I would like to go ahead and get ready to hop into the water. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you begin to strap a rope around Alpaca Vea. Uh, as she hops down into the water, not a far jump from uh, the top of the wharf. Uh, it's a and jump, can I like? I just oh yeah, no, it's legs like, like together, like. Whoop, oh yeah, it's it's down. more of a a, a boop and hop than yes. anything else. Yeah. Yes. 
as she splashes down into the water. Her buoyancy is fantastic. <laughs> Have we already tied the buoys to her at that point? How I thought she was the buoy. Do... I yeah. Oh no. Well, we need to, we need, be we need her to have an anchor weight as well. So like so to not pull her down, we need to offset that with a number of buoys tied. To her. Mm-hmm. It's very nautical. All right, in that case, yes, Makes you do sense. find a bunch of empty barrels that you strap to the side of her. She Perfect. looks like she has two wooden jet engines attached to the side of her at this point. <laughs> nice. this dope. I need art of this. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's wondering, Vea's face is Bea. completely unamused. <laughs> All right. Now everybody take a length of rope. One at a time, we'll tie uh, as much rope as we need until we can get to the bottom. Well, shouldn't right, someone stay it. at the top and just maybe like keep an eye on Vea? Just think, like, what if we pull her down? Minnie, if you're I got it. I'll stay up you. here with Vea. Vea, I got you. So, uh, so Keelan is not is not one for plans. Um, so as this is going on, he is completely stripping down to his boxers and then picking up an anchor and walking to the edge of the dock. Okay. Great. Is anybody stopping him? No, I'm not. Rune is about to say something, and then she (laughs) closes her mouth. Yeah. All right. Uh, No, Beric is way too invested in his his super dope plan, because he doesn't come up with them very often. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So who's actually going in the water? Minnie, Keelan... Uh, Barrick and Rune. We and obviously Vea. Al, are you staying on the dock or are you sitting on one of the flotation devices next to me? Uh, I'm gonna stay here on the dock just in case I need to pull you in. That's fine. Then I'm gonna float out a little bit further, still within like rope throwing. Distance. I can pull on this rope here and bring yeah. it back if we need to. I'm mostly wondering when this thing will wear off. If you turn back into your bunny self, I mean, it's not. Gonna be, you're not really gonna be. Ooh. I'm sorry. Did you think I was a bunny before this? She looks incredibly concerned in this moment. <laughs> yeah, you had the ears. I mean, that's what rabbits look like back home. I thought you was uh, you you're not a rabbit. Oh, Al. No. Let's just keep doing this. Make sure they don't drown down there. Well, you know. You see this look of just pity, like you don't know your animals. <laughs> you <laughs> they look different here. I've never seen a bunny. I, what the, let's move on. Right. As uh, as the rest of your companions suit up the best they can or strip down, depending on what they prefer, you watch Nick. as your four companion, other companions also get into the water. Now, wading out about 20, 30 yards towards the, uh, the, the large stone that sticks out from the water's edge. Now, we're going to be doing a little bit of a skill challenge here. As you begin to prepare yourself and look around underneath the water the best that you can, I need everybody to go that is in the water, save for Vea. Well, Vea, you can do it as well. I need you to make a perception check for me. Yeah, I just stick my head underwater to watch them go down. Um, could I potentially have advantage because I have goggles? Sure. Yeah, I got a nat one. So did I! I Boo, 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 boo. You guys get into the water and immediately start. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> those I got a 13. 13? Okay. I got a 14. Uh, I also 14? got a 13. 
Okay. Uh, in that case, Minnie, Barrick, and Keelan, as you begin to look down as far as you can, you do see what looks like the tail end of a mast that seems to just hover within the water, not being able to see too much farther down, but clearly having spotted the wreckage. Are we under the um, water? Uh, Beric will try or to get like other people's attention and point to it. Yeah. Okay. okay. As you point down towards your other companions, they get a better look and now see the wreckage underneath the water. All there is now to begin the dive. I need you all to go ahead and make athletics check for me. This will be your first round underwater. Okay. Oh. 22. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Three. <laughs> uh, eight. <clears throat> 16. Okay. As you all begin to dive down, Ruin and Minnie, you try your best to make your way to the bottom. However, it's just a little too far for you as you begin to panic, feeling the air wanting to burst from your lungs. Both of you immediately go back up for air. However, Barrick and Keelan continue their search down, finding their way towards the bottom and being seen to the sight of the grand remains of this now sunken ship. You begin to make your way through a large hole within the side of it. I need you both to make investigation checks for me. How are we doing on minutes? This is now your second round. Okay. 15. Well, second it, round, does that mean rounds? 12 seconds yeah. has gone by or is, in, is each round a minute? Minute, yeah. Each round's a minute. Okay. Ooh. Investigation. Yes, sir. Um, 11. 11. And what did you roll, uh, 15. Keelan? 15. Barrick, you take one direction while Keelan takes the other. The two of you begin to uh, wade off in your own direction. Barrick, you find a number of barrels, but you're able to pull them open even underneath the water. As you do, bits of now soaked gunpowder waves up within the air. More, you find rations as well. Keelan, however, you begin to swim through the flooded cargo hold. And although dark and somewhat disorienting, your goggles seem to help quite a bit, eventually finding what looks like a fair amount of debris. And within that debris, a number of very nice chests, some with golden edging around it. One in particular catches your eye. This is now round three. Um, during the time that we're in the wreckage, is there any areas where there are pockets of air that have been like trapped as the ship has gone down, like rooms or... There like... is not. It is completely flooded down here. Okay. Barrett uh... makes his way for the... Yeah, Killen's also going to make his way to the surface. Um, he is going to leave. Let me just check this real quick. Uh, sweet. Uh, I'm going to use my hand axe. Um, actually, no, I didn't bring anything. Never mind. I'm just going to swim out. 
Keelan, before you before you go back up, would you like to make one attempt in order to grab the chest? Sure. Um, okay. You know what? I if I'm gonna do this, um, Keelan sort of uh, amps himself up. He's going to. Um, uh, I'm gonna enter uh, adrenaline rush, and I'm going to sort of, you know, just sort of like shake myself, stretch myself out, and okay, and I'm gonna try and deliver this to the surface. Absolutely. As the air continues to press within your chest, you can feel your lungs flating and going into overdrive, trying to allow the um, allow the air to enter, but yet you enter into your adrenaline state, and as you do, I need you to go ahead and make an athletics check for me. Okay. Uh, which I will get an advantage on. Oh, thank God I did. <laughs> that was a natural oh, one. one. Yeah. <laughs> Replaced with a 21. A 21. With that, you're easily able to begin to pull off the ground. Now, the weight, the crate is already very heavy, and the underwater environment makes it even more of a challenge. However, in your state, you have no worries or issues with this crate. As you pull it up from the surface, or pull it up from the bottom of the wreckage, you immediately take... I was about to say flights, but I guess that wouldn't work under the water. You immediately start to swim upwards, rushing past the current, and just in the nick of time, with the last round wearing out, you crest the water, taking in a large breath of air, now looking around to your friends. The rest of you see Keelan was able to retrieve the chest that was spoken of. I do the, I do the, I do the shampoo commercial hair flick. <laughs> It's just a horse. Even from the docks, like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll swim over to uh, Tavea with the chest, and I'll place it on top of the, like the barrels and the the buoy and stuff like that. Um, as I'll drag it up. And... <sighs> All right, yeah. the ship Woo! now. Get a boat. Get a boat out. Work, Vea. Gonna slap the barrel twice. <laughs> <laughs> As Keelan is <laughs> not within the water, my friend. It would be a very slow kick at that point. Keeling feeling uh, uh, very proud of his accomplishment. Looking around to the rest of you, Keelan, you see the smiles on all of your friends' faces. Easily able to have figured it out or been able to obtain the chest. When you suddenly start to feel a slimy tendril begin to wrap around your ankle. You all watch as Keelan is violently pulled down. A look of shock on all on his face just before being pulled under the water. White waves and bubbles kick up all around you, blocking your view from inside of the water. You attempt to call out for your friend, peeking your heads under the surface, but the while the waves and the bubbles block your vision of anything useful. Pulling your head back up for air, you quickly scan the surface. And as quickly as the waves and bubbles started, they immediately stop, leading, leaving you oh. treading water in an otherwise calm sea. And that's where we're going to take of a course. short rest for the evening. Well, we got the chest. Let's go. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 five ways, y'all. <laughs> you know what's messed up? up? This is an alpaca trying to tread back to shore. <laughs> 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 and this isn't even the first. This isn't even the first time you guys have left me to drown this week. 
Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, you keep Why doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> First delivery, last delivery. Look, you you yeah. left the safety of, of the alpaca buoy. Yeah. Like, that's on you, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Neither rain nor sleet nor horrible drowning death. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> With that said, guys, uh, just a reminder, we do have the giveaway going on. You can use exclamation roll right the second to be entered to win. The one caveat, you must be a follower, not a subscriber, but a follower to uh, to win. Um, uh, we are giving away one of our lovely new uh, dice boxes. Actually, not ours. It's from Mithril Armory. It combines as a dice box as well as a dice tower. Very, very cool. Uh, I think we have it up on screen as we speak. Thank you very much, Mud. Um, and and um, we will make the announcement of the winner at the very end of the episode. But with that said, folks, go get your apples juices. Go get your orange juices. Go get your blowfish juices. And guys, Aww. we will be back quite momentarily. Take care. Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> with that said, let's go ahead and jump back into tonight's episode. Keelan. Yes? You continue to thrash against whatever is pulling you down. You feel the pressure begin to build in your head as you get deeper and deeper, as the water seems to get darker and darker. It takes mere moments before you've reached a depth where the sun dares not travel. Faster and faster you continue to plummet. Your chest tightens as your body screams for air. And as the last bubbles leave your lungs, you watch as they exit your mouth, but instead of spurting out in front of you, they seem to whip back, circling around and combining themselves into a larger bubble that fits perfectly over top of your head. You take a large breath in. <gasps> you seem to be able to breathe again. When you hear a voice, my apologies, traveler. <laughs> As you begin to look around, still the darkness surrounds you. When suddenly flickers of light, like little candlelights, begin to burst all around you. Looking around, you take note of the coral, or what you may have heard of before, the gloral begin to spring to life and directly in front of you is a creature you've never seen before one half man top with a tail laying out the bottom great mother hubbard um well uh, um hello there uh, i'm Keelan Winchester, uh, pleasure to meet you, Mr. Mrs. It's, it's Mr. Mr. Karos is the name. Mr. Karos, well, um, Mr. Karos, sir, it's, uh, truly a, a pleasure to meet someone of your stature. Uh, I can't say I've been, uh, been too familiar with, um, folks from... And you see Keelan is just staring at his fin, right? Like like in that kind of awkward, like, don't look at the fin, don't look at the fin. 
we haven't really you know met people from this part of the oceanic depths i completely understand my friend some may refer to us as mermaids but that's not the case at all i thought you it's said not. you're a man yes well i technically am a man but not a mermaid Mermaids so are lot of cleaning what? then. Uh, no, no, we are not, not mermaids. Oh. No, okay. Mermaids are what's known within my tribe as assholes. Oh, right. Okay. My kind is known as the sitars. Oh. Is, is is that like like a centaur, but for the sea? What is a centaur? It's like <laughs> I start pointing at myself, but then stop and realize, and then right, it's it's like they've got it. They're they're vicious, hideous hybrids with what look to be like beautiful horse bits for their lower half, and then uh, their upper half is like almost like a shaved monkey. Sounds hideous. Oh, it's absolutely horrendous. Well, as I was saying, I'm sorry for the surprise to send you down here. Well, but, I mean, I th thank you for the bubble. I, I imagine this is yours, otherwise, you know. Magics of the Seas is available to us who swim underneath. <sighs> but my friend, I'm in desperate need of your help. Oh, yeah. Yes, and any who would be willing to help you as well. Oh well, as, as, as fortune would have it, I've got a, a bunch of my friends who are um, who are with me as well. Uh, we're, we're very helpful sorts. Well, I'm glad to hear it. For there is a tragedy among us. The love of my life, Nipa, has been kidnapped and taken to the surface. That sounds absolutely horrendous. Who would do such a thing? I wasn't sure what name he goes by. But he was what is called a blowfishian. The plot thickens. The blowfishian has kidnapped my love, the daughter of our tribe's chief, Chief Gulp Splash. Oh no! Uh, this blowfishian, just so that you know, we make sure we get the right person all together. He didn't happen to have like an old like injury on one of his fins, did he? In fact, he did. Part of the reason why he kidnapped my love. It's said that the song of a sitar can heal all wounds. One day, while Nipa and I were out exploring, we met the blowfishian as he treaded in the shadow shallows. He told them of his tragic tale of a swimless fish, and Nipa took pity on him. We agreed to come back that night and sing for him in the moonlight. And so we did. However, our singing, for whatever reason, did not heal his wounds. In his rage, he kidnapped Nipa and shot me with one of his harpoon arrows. This was weeks ago. Our tribe has been able to un unable to help her. 
forced to listen to her song every night. He terrorizes the song out of her. But her song is growing weaker, for centaurs can only be away from the open waves for so long. Kept captive, she won't survive much longer. No, that that's truly horrendous. I, I can't even believe it. Wait, uh, wait just a moment. Uh, I'm going to start um, humming um, the sound that we heard on the other side of the door when uh, we, we approached the hut that they were in. And Make a performance check for me. Yeah, I'm going to ask if this is the noise that uh, that he heard. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I got a five. Wow. <laughs> no, no. Nipa has a very beautiful voice. Not to say yours isn't, you know, very beautiful as well for a, a, oh, a little Oh, no, that's perfectly, that's perfectly fine. Uh, my, my mother said I, I have a voice like a scratching post. Uh, we, we, you, oh, that's, that, well, we have very complicated, you know, oh, oh, oh. He watches his ears start flicking as he comes up with an idea. I, good sir or madam. Sir, actually, I've, I've established this. Um, I am Keelan Windchaser, your local delivery man, here to help you with your local deliveries. Would you like for me to retrieve your parcel of your wife and return it to you here in an expeditious fashion? She's well, not an she's object. Not my wife, per se. I would be very happy if you could deliver my love, Nipa, back to all of us. Wonderful. Then as part of our services, we will ensure customer satisfaction guaranteed. And you see as he, he smiles, but he's got like that horse smile. So it looks like Mr. Ed uh, as he as he says, don't worry, we'll go and get your friend. Uh, I, I hate to be a bother, but it's a long swim up there and I don't know how long I can hold my breath. Hang on, I just got to roll a terrified check for the horse smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It runs one. in terror. <laughs> well, the air bubble will last until you get back up to the surface. Here, let, let me get that for you. And you feel the uh, the slimy seaweed now unravel from your ankle. Oh, okay. Oh, that's much better. All right, all right. We'll we'll be back soon. Don't you worry. Uh, uh sorry. What was your name again? Koros. Koros. Don't worry, Koros. We'll be back with Nipa faster than you can say. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. You'll have mine and my tribes forever. Saying thanks for this, hero. Uh, Killen will then start to kick his way up to the surface. Okay. You frantically kick upward towards the surface, not having to stress with the air bubble wrapped around your head. And as you finally breach the surface, the rest of you. I'll watch as you've been frantically trying to figure out what exactly happened to your dear friends, but only being gone for a mere five to ten minutes. Many of you have not gotten out of the water at this point, albeit Owl looks like he's already composing what looks to be an obituary on a small piece of parchment. <laughs> he didn't even stand a chance. All he wanted to do was deliveries. If I didn't send him into the water, he'd still be here with us. Ah, oh, Keelan, I'm sorry, kid. Oh, um, I'll make sure you include really good at knocking on that. 
<laughs> yeah, I hope, I'll put that in there, Rune. Thanks. Uh, uh, really good at knocking. What are we going to tell all the family members? Oh, gosh, there's so them. many of them. Uh, well, maybe we just... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, It'd be easier if I was just here with us now. We should at least go down for the body. Maybe we then we could string them up. Maybe we could pretend that he's not even dead. The family <gasps> members will... Oh, thank God. Still <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> alive! <laughs> oh, can I get him? Where did you go? Oh, guys. Oh, you won't believe it. You won't believe it. There are underwater sea cleaners. They're called mermaids. And they're down there. Oh, God. And, well, they're not. They're, well, no. Went through his brain. Oh, uh, look, look, look. There was, there was a guy, all right? And his name was Chorus. And and he, he dragged me down there with some seaweed. It was wrapped around my foot and everything. And then, and then he was all like, and I was like, you know, I'm breathing underwater. And then he said that his wife was stolen by Hootie. Oh, whoa, whoa, you need to slow down a little bit. Maybe oh, you've sorry. not been breathing enough head. oxygen. Are you okay? Is Are uh, you delusional? You have to be delusional, right? <laughs> I'm going to end my adrenaline Is the alpaca telling you this right now? Yes or no? <laughs> uh, yes. No, I see I see the alpaca. Uh, as as Keelan oh, comes yes, out of his yeah. adrenaline rush, he starts to seem a little bit more tired. He goes, I, right, so, all right, long story short, there's people in the water, like, you know, sort of, they're called sea tars, and, and Chorus, he dragged me down there to ask me for his help, you know, you see, apparently Hootie, you know, sly dog that he is, apparently kidnapped his, uh, the chieftain's daughter of his tribe named Nipa, and he's been using magic songs that she's been sort of making with her mouth hole to try and heal his 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 wound and he even knew about Hootie's old bomb fin and everything so this guy seemed pretty much on the up and up and I said that you know well we can't have people going around kidnapping folk and whatnot so you know I have some friends and that we could maybe sort of free her and return her to the ocean because that's where sea tars belong in so you the sea want us to do a reverse kidnapping. Yes! I described it as a delivery of freedom and justice. <laughs> Eric uh, leans over to Minnie. This is a load of barnacles. Yeah, I think he's full of shit, too. You want me to hit him again? Yeah, I, think I said I empty out seawater from my ears. <laughs> I hit him again. Yeah, Quit really pretending sucks. to drown and telling oh, lies! I I'm not sharing. I'm not telling lies. I do, I would never lie to you. And then Hold look on, at the there's... alpaca, and then look down. <laughs> there's, there's a real easy way to tell if he's actually gone, nuts or not. How many fingers is Vea holding up? And he's gonna lift Vea's arm. <laughs> but we'll just. I mean, that's not. That's not. That's not fair. You know, I can't count. Um. Yeah, give him something he can do. Come on, give him something. Yes, yeah. this is fair. This is so... I am realizing our education has really created some gaps for the two of you. She looks to Al and Keelan. <laughs> All right, look, look, look. I can prove it. I can prove it. You, you remember, Barrett, when we were when we went and, and I knocked on the door and it was a really cool knock and everything. And then we heard the music and stuff, right? Well, that's that's the the, the woman, the lady, Nipa. She she's singing. 
in there, captive in that room. You, we heard it. It's it's there. He he actually makes a good point. I don't. I've never trusted anyone who locks their doors. Like, what are you hiding? Kidnapped sea creatures. It's literally it. Okay. Right. Well, we could look at a few things here just to make sure we're doing what's right. But if she was kidnapped, I think we do have a responsibility to make sure that she's safe. We could do just a wellness check to make sure she's all right. What even is in this treasure anyway that we're splitting with? Oh, yeah, the treasure. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. We should open the chest to see what he wants. As you all make your way back to the wharf, for those of you who are not out of the water yet, you eventually are able to hoist Vea out of the water uh, using some ropes and pulleys and a little bit of ingenuity. Come on, Beric, pull harder, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it was a lot easier when they were dry. God, it's like 70 extra pounds. It's just like pulling the wet laundry out of your wash. Exactly. <laughs> As you hoist the heavy chest up onto the the wharfs, you fiddle with the lock for a moment. Seems to be a relatively simple lock, and at this point, very well rusted. Uh, I got it. I got it. Get out of the way. Oh, I'll okay. try to Sorry, what are you doing, Minnie? I'm going to try to unlock it. Okay, how are you unlocking it? I'm going to use my thieves tools. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. They're, very, they're not like, I don't know, they're not like proper thieves tools. It's just a bunch of crap that she's like fashioned into thieves tools. So it's like, like yeah. a bent spoon. Shanks. He's like, yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Series of prison shakes. Right. File down. Rush deep down. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. In that case, taking out your makeshift thieves tools, you eye at the lock. Now, you've practiced many times in the barn trying to unlock it in order to go play with the alpacas in the middle of the night and become quite good at it at this point. As you bend down, eyeing the lock, you begin to insert the thieves' tools. Go ahead and make a dexterity check for me. Or sorry, a sleight of hand check. 23. 23. Easily able to insert your small tools, hairpin and all, and, and all into, the, uh, into the lock. With a little bit of fidgeting, you do hear a click. As you open up the lock and flip open the lid, as you look inside, you immediately take note of two, two stacks of sopping wet and decaying books that fall apart at the mere touch. And there you also find a pouch that seems to be very heavy, full of coin. As you open it up, you would guess that there's roughly about 200 silver pieces in there, give or take. Oh, you guys! You also... Like some... Nope. <laughs> you also find a signet ring with a sea serpent that seems wrapped around a notebook. And inside of a sealed bottle, you find a scroll. 
check it out. She's well, read it. Pretty much, she's pretty much only interested in the ring and the silver. She's like, there's like some stupid books in here and this random piece of paper. But look! And she holds up the gold and like shakes it. Yeah. Money! <laughs> the, the silver pouch is larger than her small hand. It, a bulbous sack. Oh, that's a lot of cheddar. Don't lose a penny of it. I won't. I won't. I'll be careful. Check Very out this ring, too. There's like a snake on it. <laughs> Do we recognize that at all? Uh, go ahead and make a history check for me, Vea. Oh, yep. That will be my specialty. Eric's going to check out that bottle. I mean, I rolled a nat one, but it's... <laughs> so... Fair enough. <laughs> You've never seen or heard of any kind of sigil like this before. What's a ring, ring of the sea god? <laughs> Eric, yeah. as you pull the scroll out of the sealed bottle, quickly opening it up, you see some writing on it, all in common. And strangely enough, what looks like the linked lines of a constellation. At the very top of it, you see the header that reads Spider Climb. And what do you got there, Barrett? Uh, mm. Um, actually, I think it's, uh... I don't think I'm allowed to say that. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I think I think is it a treasure map? Moon would probably have. Bobby want to say just chance then. it. <laughs> what do y'all think? I want. Moon, <laughs> um, you know, you know stars and stuff here. Come here. All right. What is it? Rune will take it. Look it over. Does she recognize what it is? <laughs> You would recognize at least what it is. Mm. You would know this as a spell scroll. Ah, mm. oh, yeah. Th this is um. This is a spell scroll. And based on the title on it, you would assume this is a spell sp scroll of spider climb. Of spider climb. I mean, who doesn't want to be a spider and climb? See, we can learn. We can teach Jeremy to fly, and maybe if we cast this on Jeremy, he can learn to be a spider and climb. Spider pig. Spider pig. Spider pig. That's whatever a spider pig does. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Oh, that's no, cool. hold on here. We can't just give it to Jeremy. That's actually really cool to have. Well, Jeremy's cool. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy is pretty cool. You kind Look, of babe, see... If you want the scroll, you could just say you want the scroll. You yeah, you don't need to bring Jeremy stuff. into it. No, he's just too cool for the rest of us already, and we need to catch up. I don't necessarily you know, need Vea it. might be right on this one. Right? right? She, wait, wait, wait. She's been through a lot to today. Isn't there a kidnap lady? Right. There's a kidnap lady. Yeah, we should probably uh, do some. What, what what would people do? Recon? Is recon. That... Yeah, I have an idea. He, he looked to Vea for like re recon. Like <laughs> that's the word. Recon. Sound it out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Hey, let's Does just all make a ring. You guys know these these old smuggler types. They don't really take too kindly of us trying to you know take things from them in any form so uh 
maybe try not to get caught, I guess. I mean, it's clear that they're going to know it was us either way. I mean, well, like worst case scenario, he's like a a blowfish, right? So you can just like prick him. What if we we need to see her without him knowing, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, but it's kind of obvious. You know, he's going to go back to the source. You know, Minnie's kind of small and and hard to see a lot of the time. Maybe. Hey. Well, like being small in stature, but uh, you are strong and very. I mean, maybe we should hear them out. Maybe we should just yeah, straight up whatever. ask them. Like... What, well, if... what if we? Oh, go ahead, Rune. Oh, Vea, this is all you. I think you got it. Well, Minnie, you may not like this, but we could try to Trojan horse this. You know, we keep the gold out and you go inside the treasure chest and he takes it in if we're gonna trojan horse it then doesn't it make sense to use keelan because he's yeah, actually how are we gonna get mini inside she does have a keelan. point and i'm i'm a bit big for the chest i think your plan's got holes in it i don't think the, the tro- i don't think you're, you're this, this is gonna work but you know <laughs> what we could potentially do is we could distract old hootie by you know showing him what we got and stuff like that and having him check things over and then while that while that happens, Minnie and you know a couple of the others maybe go into the hut and you know see if they can bust out the old you know captive lady in there. Yeah, and I mean, look as a backup, really. I mean, if we get caught, he said that he wanted um, he he kidnapped or Keelan said that this mer person was kidnapped because. Citor. Tar. Well, first you said mermaid. So well, no, I, that's because that's I was I was hopped up on on lack of oxygen. Okay, and, and oh. you know, yeah, apparently mermaids are assholes. That's what they said to me. Okay, well, whoever this person is that's kidnapped, um, they were kidnapped because they um have healing powers, and I've been working really hard on some of my own with my mom. So maybe if we get caught. I'll just casually offer a trade to heal whatever he needs healing. Or we can beat him up. Yeah, let's beat him up. Okay, well, yeah, we could do that too. That could be fun. I mean, if he says we, no, like, you know. We yeah, could I mean, heal if he, him and then beat him up. So that way then he heal him again. the consequences of his actions. <laughs> right. Well, we don't need to beat him up more than save the person, you know what I mean? I mean... He's, he's an old blowfish who can't swim. I mean, what harm could he really do? This okay, guy's okay. a contact for us back at the bar. If we lose this, the bar might go under. Like, I can't. What if this affects Scratch? We gotta. Maybe we should go back to Scratch, run it by them, and see if this guy's maybe on the up and up, you know? How much time does she have, though? If she's captive, I feel like that would be very unkind of us just to make sure that business relations stay okay. Hey, you know, who's to point. say that the... The blowfish is the bad guy in this situation. Keelan, did they say that this, you know, princess maybe wanted to destroy the world or something? Like maybe it was Look, something we'll not see. If Hootie uh, has nothing come to hide, then Damn, it's fine. Does. You know, I mean, I think we should at least go check it out. What if? Okay, hear me out. What if we bring the chest? To the back door, like where we saw originally, but we pretend that it's really heavy, and we ask Hootie to come out and meet us outside. Well, Minnie 
breaks in with those hairpins that she has um, to the back. And then whoever else is sneaky can go with her and help get Merlady out. And then if things go right, I'll just heal him. Okay. I could agree with this. So who's going with who? Well, I'm... I'm cool with whatever. I, I, I don't mind. I have a small DM question. Do mm-hmm. I have the stealth of Veya or do I have the stealth of an alpaca? You still <laughs> hold all of the stats as Veya. Okay. All right. You sound like uh, coconuts being banged against each other. I'm watching that, like an alpaca try to fit into a corner and hide behind yeah. a tiny pot. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something everyone wants to see, Vea. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> then I am definitely part of team. Okay. I'm part of team stealth then. I would like to go and make sure that she is all right. All right. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll set up a trap, uh, in case he tries to chase us. Well, let's lock the, let's lock the chest again. So it looks legit. Does everyone have hmm. what they want out of it? What are these dumb books? Oh, uh, Rune will take a look at the books. As you reach down and try and grab for one of the books, you it immediately disintegrates in your hands. Wow, well, now we don't have broken. <laughs> okay, well, it's just a pile of crap then. I'll like take a, a check to make sure there's nothing else in there, and then I'm just gonna like see if I can lock it back up as if I never opened it. Okay, searching around, you don't find anything of else of value. Um, and you're e- easily able to put the lock back onto it. Cool. Okay, who's gonna hold on to the silver? Well, it was in the chest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but I took it out because I don't want him to get it. But that's and what he's I don't wanna... with us. Are you guys gonna open the chest in front of him? Well, yeah, I, mean... I think we should. Well... If we do the deal for real, then Al actually. <laughs> is okay with bringing back the wine and everything and we don't soil the relationship while you actually help the the okay person okay 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 fine <laughs> so we're taking the scroll and we're taking the ring but i'm opening this chest back up again putting the silver in it and then no put all the stuff put all the stuff in the chest i want the ring let her keep it. It's one yeah, ring. Yeah, we're, we're not exactly going to snap that thing in half in order to split it, so I mean... It'll it's be fine. decided. <laughs> 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 I don't like this. And spider pig? Let's keep the scroll, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. Just, yeah, you oh. hold on to that. All right, all right. So I'll go to the squirrel. Can I? I'll, I'll open the chest back up. I'll put the silver back in, and then I'll lock it up again. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tie a rope around the uh, the chest and sort of turn it into like a little shoulder strap. And I'm going to be all right. I'm on team. Go talk to Hootie and distract him. Who's coming with me? I'm. I'm on I'll the. Go with you. It'd be weird if I didn't show. So. All right. Before okay. hold on, before we continue, um, just retroactively going back for a second, Minnie, go ahead and make another sleight of hand check for me. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, to close it back up. 
Make it good. Ten. Ten. As you continue to insert another one of your pins, you hear a crack. You've lost one of your thieves' tools. You have two remaining. You try once again with your next lockpick. This time, a little bit easier as it opens opens up this time. Couldn't have just told me the first time. She's muttering to herself. All right. Um, so, Keelan, Al, and Rune, I think, were the people who are going to go talk to uh, Hootie. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, we're going to go and head over to the storage area that we saw him last. And uh, Keelan's going to be like, um, Hello! Hootie! Are you around? We, uh, we've returned from our epic delivery sea quest thing. As you all begin to make your way down the wharf, with the sun now slightly beginning to set in the background, about halfway down the wharf, you hear a small poof of smoke as Vea seems to return to her normal form. <gasps> oh no, Vea! Oh, oh God, oh, you've transformed into a, into a hideous creature. Oh no, 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 I'm fine, I'm good. I'm Heal good, I'm me again. Quick, Al, what am I? She'll look at you with eager eyes. Oh, uh, that's easy. You are a uh, Eastern ground. Guys, help me out here. So close. Uh, you're a badger. A whistle pig. That's right. <sighs> and she just exhales <laughs> and turns to walk and follow Minnie. <laughs> as you segregate into your individual groups those following behind keelan make their way towards the storage area again as you begin to call out for hootie once more what are the what's the other team doing Uh, around the front and uh i'm gonna start casting snare uh towards the front door (laughs) takes one minute so (laughs) okay you just see him sort of like drawing a circle in the sand and like with like runes around it. <laughs> cool. I pictured Bear casting snare was just very Kevin McAllister. It's like a bunch of <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the pink man, one of mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, and uh, Vea and Minnie, what are you guys doing? Okay, should we try to go through the door or look for a window or some other secret entrance? I think we should just try to see if we can talk to the man. I mean, he should... Oh, wait, no, I'm not the, the party. party. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm in another group. Ow, go to the <laughs> other side. Hey, Come on. Minnie, what do you... <laughs> I feel like we should just keep it simple. Okay. Let's try the door. Yes. But did you just cast a trap in front of the door that we were going to try to break into, Beric? Because that could complicate things. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll get him to come at me. <laughs> okay, so I guess our options are 
<laughs> now Mind you, it's not directly in front of the door. I need to <laughs> say that very clearly for Dave, oh. I feel like right now. Where it is, is it in relation in to the door? The door. Can we, it can is we go 10 feet it? away from the door. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 10 feet in front of the door, you see a plethora of small twigs and vines and little tiny bones that seem to spread around in a circle. Uh, ruins carved into the, uh, into the dirt around it. And then he's just looking for a nice throwing rock after that. You do find a sweet throwing rock. Nice. Okay. I say we just try the door. Keep it simple. Yes. Maybe we should start to think about like an escape plan. Right. In case we can't use the door or something. But other than that, I think it should just be fine if we break in the front door as long as he's distracted. That's true. We'll try knocking first so at least maybe she's not too caught unawares, right? That would be the polite thing to do. But then what if he hears us if we knock? Oh, hopefully Keelan talks louder then and we'll be fine. You know, I'm just- Hello, I'm delivery man at your service. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How's it going? It's me, Keelan Winchester, your local delivery man. Minnie, what are you doing? Um, I would like to wait until I hear that he's otherwise engaged, and then I'm gonna try to like because the the door in the front is well. I'm gonna try to actually just did, did did we bother trying to open it or did we knock? We we tried to jiggle it and we discovered it was locked last. That time. was on the back door. That was the back door. Oh yeah, that's true. Hmm. Yeah, on the front door, the first thing that I would try to do is open it. Okay. Smart. As you walk over I would, to the I would, front. I would wait until I heard him doing something else, like put my ear to the door and wait to see what I hear. Make a perception check for me. Okay. Everybody come here and shut up. Six. 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 <laughs> You do not hear anything inside, nor do you hear your companions around back. Seems a little too far for your tiny ears. I can't hear anything. Who's got good hearing? No, no, no. Let me try. I'm going to just stick my head right up to the door, leaving my ear into it. Okay. Go ahead and make another perception check with advantage. Yes. Okay. One is a 15, and the other is a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Woo! Hey. The dirtiest 20. The dirtiest of 20s. So. As, uh, as you listen closely, you hear far off from within the house the sound of Hootie's voice. I'm coming. I'm coming. Clearly responding to your companions out back. When you start to hear footsteps now headed towards you. <laughs> Wait, like Hootie's footsteps towards us? He's coming yeah. to the front door. <laughs> wait, wait, but okay. <laughs> what are you guys doing? You only well, have a couple plan... moments before wait. Hootie reaches to the front door. The plan was to for the, the distraction team I'm to gonna... knock on the door first. 
but okay. yeah, I, I'm going to look I, I, at Minnie point... and I'm going to say, go tell the others to go through the back door. I'm going to shove because he has not seen me before. Correct. Oh, right. Yes. Ooh, quick thinking. Well done. Well done. Minnie and Derek, what are you guys doing? What about the snare? Did she push it's us? It's 10 feet away from the door. <laughs> are, we now, are, we, are we now supposed to be infiltrating? I, you have I, no I'm just meaning, like, we're Minnie supposed and, to be. Minnie and Derek, what are you guys doing? If she pushed us and said, go tell the others to go through the back door, I'm listening. Okay. And I'm hauling ass. Derek, are you following behind Minnie? No, he got uh, distracted and is still just now drawing in the sand next to his. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Well, a few moments nice later, rock. you hear the door unlock as it's opened, and standing before you is again Pootie. Uh, Another hmm. visitor today, then. Yes, I uh, would. Have you heard of our good goddess Mary, Mother Goose? You sound awfully familiar. Go ahead and make a deception check for me. Oh, God. Uh-oh. I love that you went the Jehovah Witness route. That's great. Thank you. I was, I was be for this. Oh, balls. Uh, four. Oh, four. No. <clears throat> he looks at goes. you and then immediately looks over his shoulder to see Barrick now playing in the sand in front of the house. Damn it, Barrick. Wait. <laughs> What are you on about out here? And where's the treasure? The real treasure is in following her good graces. <laughs> Would you be interested in joining the Merry Mother Goose Club? <laughs> Did Mud just start playing battle music? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> you seem to make a point there, lass. But so can I. As he reaches for his side, pulling out his harpoon, now pointing it directly at Vea's chest. Back up towards your friend. Oh, no. That idiot? I'm going to look over towards Barry. Move now. <laughs> okay. Mm. He just, like, as Vea's walking towards him, just, like, looks down at his trap very clearly and looks at you and it's like um <laughs> can we can we hear that from around back no you cannot i'm on my way over okay i feel like the three of us are just standing there like what it takes so yeah, long yeah we're just but, yeah, no, right right now if anything Keelan is definitely having a breakdown over his knock not working again <laughs> i have <laughs> just <laughs> damn it <laughs> One as job. He okay. can, as he continues to push you back, Vea, I need you to go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw, trying not to step in Barrack's trap. <gasps> it is a nat twenty. A yes. I am back in my true form. I'm feeling this. I know an adversary when I see it. Survival <laughs> tactic turned on. All right, fair enough. The two of you, where are the rest of them? They're around front, man. We are around front, you idiot. Oh, this is the front? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, take my it God. From your, 
from your lack of understanding there at the back. Both of you, move. And he gestures the, the harpoon. Oh, easy, Hootie. Damn. Get moving. I know a trick when I seen it. How many tricks have you done? Enough's enough. Keep moving. As Is that he begins how you to were escort the injury you. on your knee? One more word out of either one of you, and you'll be having a poon to the knee as well. You'll be lucky if you don't get a poon to the face. <laughs> Eyeing the trap, is is he heading towards it in any way? <laughs> no, he's trying to brush you guys off over to the, the side, making your way back down the pathway. Okay. Can I... trip and move to the other side of that trap to try to... Push him more You've successfully avoided the trap at this yes. point, but he's no longer, he's basically standing outside the front of the front door, okay. motioning you to follow him down or lead him down towards the pathway. Okay. Mm. Don't, mm, she holds her tongue for a second, remembering that she was threatened to get shot for talking. You two both begin to make your way towards the back of the establishment. Back to the gang holding on to the chest. You watch as Minnie quickly makes her way around the corner. He's coming to the front door. He's coming to the front door. Vea says to go through the back door. Go now? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I thought you guys were going to. The... Okay, never mind. Yep. All right. Um, sure. I guess. Do you okay, want to open the back door? Because the lock is... Yeah, you're the stealth team. Yeah, you were, you were supposed to go out the back door. We were supposed to get him out the front. Why Why did you guys run out the front? Doing great, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> okay. the well, open the front door. Oh, oh my right, God. Rude just goes and tries to open the door. <laughs> you walk over to the front door. Unfortunately, it is still locked. Wait, the back you need door. to open the door. Yeah, sorry, the the back door is in fact locked. Yes. However, you also begin to hear the sound of the humming growing louder and louder. All right, uh, Keelan's going to go to the front door to help with the chest. So you are now going up around the path towards the front door. I think yes. we get the front door and the back doors. All right. Okay. As Keelan, you turn the corner, you immediately see your two friends being held at Poon Point. Uh, I, I go, whoa, whoa. <laughs> ah, I see you've brought your tre my treasure with you. Put her down right there. Uh, well, I, I, I'm not sure what's happening here, but I, I think you mean our treasure, you know? We, we, we brought it here for, you know, us to, to split evenly. What's, 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 what's going I, on? I a trick when I see one. Put her down. Uh, I, I very quickly. He now points the harpoon directly in your direction. I'll, I'll, I'll put it, it down. They're doing this, and Minnie and I wake our way in. Hang on, hang on to the other team members. Oh, I'll put down the thing and slowly raise my hand. I'll say, uh, "Hootie, you listen. You don't want to do this. You know, everything, everything's working out fine. You know, like remember, we're friends with Old Scratch. You know, we've got deals made, and everything. Oh every yeah, deal's... I know how something like this goes." Everything sure will be all right. All three of you, keep moving. Sorry, sure? is Rune is Rune here? I'm I'm confused. I'm we're not, behind. We're, right now, we're hidden from view, and I want to know if we can hear this. Al, Minnie, and Rune are all at the back door. Vea, okay. Keelan, 
and Barrick are being held at Poon Point. <laughs> Stop saying Poon Point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, this what man shouldn't be allowed to poon any of us. That what do you call a harpoon? <laughs> yeah, you know, like an old, an, a salty old man just whipped out his poon and started waving it around. Waving at us. It around. No. Yeah. It happens from time to time. He yeah. begins to it escort happens. the three of you down towards the the back door. To the the other three, what are you guys doing? You have maybe Help. a moment's note moment before the rest join you. I'm gonna look at Minnie and Minnie, get this lock open. Can we hear them? You can like, hear an hear argument him. happening. Yep. And I hear them headed this way. You would assume so based on the orders that Hootie's barking. Okay. I know that the front door is open, so without saying anything to anybody, I'm gonna run around the other side of the house through the front door. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Minnie takes off running. Alan Rune, you guys are left standing there. What are you guys doing? I'm going to look at Rune and be like, all right, I guess I'm not getting the door open. Uh, play it casual? Yeah, let's. We'll, we'll add to the distraction, okay? Okay. <laughs> So now we all are in the distraction team. Is that is that where we're at? Yeah, it's for many. Me. Like I, this Man's plan gone, gone fantastic. <laughs> no, look, it's all gone back to my initial plan of just having Minnie sneak in. So this is fine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Keelan's gonna try and be loud as we're getting closer, just so that they know exactly where we are. You know, just you know, trying to calm down Hootie, trying to sort of say, you know, it doesn't have to go down like this. You continue trying to convince him to calm down, but he is very worked up at this point in time as he leads you all around to the back of the building. Now, Al and uh, Rune suddenly seeing their friends stuck at Harpoon Point. See, that doesn't have the same ring to it. That doesn't, that's what sounds horrible. All right, go ahead. Um, hello. Hi. Um, why is this happening? We did everything that you wanted. There's the chest. Huh, you here. and your friends trying to make a mockery out of me, coming through my front door, trying to sneak me around. I know what trick we just got a little confused with the doors there, Hoodie. Sorry about that. Well, we were here, and then I told them to go around the other way, and then Vea just took some head wounds. These guys got right messed up with the oxygen. You know how it is. They can't dive. <clears throat> The chest is right there. Like, we're, we're yeah, We brought cool. you the goods. Fine. We're just here for the wine, you butt. Well, and our share. Because, you know, we got, we got you the, the treasure. I've reconsidered our deal at this point. Um. Uh... You're welcome to take the wine. The rest... Leave it. Are you going to do us like that, Hootie? Uh, what about Scratch? What's he going to think of this? Scratch will be happy that he gets his wine. How far are we away from the water's edge? Uh, You're roughly about 50 yards from the water's edge right now. No. What's, what's that in... In, in... in feet? Are <laughs> <laughs> you really going to try to go like, where no one's get it? <laughs> It's 150 <clears throat> foot away. Okay, good. Cool. Well, then, I don't know where the last one of you went, but I suggest y'all leave. We, uh, we lost the Moody. We, 
was hard getting that stuff out. Oh. Well, may her bones rest at the bottom of the water then. Yeah. You know, salty um, grave, just like the rest of them, you know? Can't you even do some of the gold for her family? Gold, you say? Right? Well, that's what heavy is. No. Good to know that there was treasure worthwhile from the bottom there. And I'll remember your friend dearly as I'm spending it. Is he looking directly at Beric by any chance? He's basically darting back and forth with a harpoon directed at each of you. Okay. I'm very subtly going to attempt to cast Druidcraft and mimic the singing I heard coming from inside of his place. Oh. Interesting. Make have, a deception um, check for me. Have we seen Barak do this, like, this trick before? Druidcraft? No. Mm, no like, the, like the deception, like kind of using Druidcraft to create a distraction type thing. I don't know. Barak, do you think that they would have seen this before? He would have showed it to him once when he first learned it from the Mykonids, I figure. All right. Uh, I'm going to give Al a kind of like a, a look as this deception check's happen- uh, happening. Okay. Uh, as I kind of pick up on the look from Keelan, Al's gonna, like, sort of, like, just reach up to scratch their nose a little bit. Um, now, I do have a question, DM, because I'm unsure of the rules of this. Does the, does the target know if they've been hit with Hex? That is an interesting question. I don't know. Higher low for your benefit. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll go, go, go low. Let's go low. Low? I believe I don't think they do. Then they do not. No. Okay. Perfect. Then yeah, uh, Al's gonna get a, a subtle kind of scratch of his nose, and I'm gonna give hex to. I guess it would be. It'd be perception to try to pick up on Barrack's ruse, right? Uh, it would be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be perception. Okay. okay. I'm going to roll that deception check now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, not bad at all. What's my deception? Plus zero. 18. 18 definitely beats his 13. Nice. Heck yeah. Disadvantage, baby. <laughs> As he looks over towards the locked door. You have a moment where he seems distracted. Now! <laughs> <laughs> What? Throwing rock. Chucks the rock at the back of his head. <laughs> All right, go ahead and make a ranged attack. For me. Uh, and Keelan's going to charge as well. I will double this. It's a 15 for the ranged attack. A 15 hits. You watch as it hits him directly on the side of the head, knocking him over slightly. The sense is knocked out of him for a moment. He lowers the gun down. Keelan now rushing in, tackling or attempting to tackle towards uh, Hootie. Uh, so I'm going to attempt. So I've got sure-footed stomp, so I get a free attack when I charge over him if he's medium-sized or smaller. Uh, and I'm going to try and knock him prone with uh, this attack. Okay. Um... Is it an automatic hit? Uh, no, no, no. I still need to make a, uh, still need to make the check and still need to make the attack. Um, but then, if he's knock prone, which I'm hoping he is, I'm going to try and take the harpoon off him on the run through. Okay, fair enough. Um, so go ahead and make a melee attack for me then. All right. Um, and I'm going to also use my last adrenaline rush to do so. 
Uh, dang it, I didn't need to. It was a natural 20 on my first one. Damn right. <laughs> um, and, uh, as, yeah, basically, uh, Keelan, as he runs through, is going to, uh, go through with, like, almost kind of, almost like a lariat as he leans in with his shoulder and hits his upper shoulder, upper body. Um, just the massive body of Keelan as he moves through doesn't stop as Hootie's body does, like, a 180 flip and lands on its back. Uh, Keelan then turns around, uh, grabbing onto the harpoon and attempting to continue his movement and yank the uh, the harpoon from his clutch. Go ahead and make a, uh, a sleight of hand check to see if you can get the harpoon out of his hands. Uh, very well. That is a... Oh, that's a seven. Do I have advantage because he's prone? For a sleight of hand? Well, you're... are so. I'm trying to just wrench it out of his hands. Right, while you're running past him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I would say that... No, it wouldn't be at advantage because the motion is still it's all happening at once right so yeah, yeah, yeah. while he gets he does get knocked prone and i think vea you are rushing towards it as well yes what are you doing i am going for the ankles in this case okay well you you actually directly in front of you watch as keelan topples him over he is now knocked prone mm-hmm. what do you want to try and do there are you still going, going for the ankles well i'm going for like the good leg so he has two bad legs. Okay. Jesus. And how are you attacking the legs? Uh, in this Crack. case, I'm just, I, I'm going out with the claws. I want to make this painful, like sharp little needles digging into his flesh. Okay. Fair enough. Ooh. As you let your claws loose, digging them into his scaly fish-like legs, he lets out a loud, loud scream at this point. Now flat on his back, you watch as the air deflates out of his chest. I yield. Ah. You'll yield and what? Give us all the treasure, right? And I'm gonna- I yield, you can have your way. Take your treasure and be gone. Elon, sit on him for a second. I will proceed to sit on him. <laughs> As you sit on him, you too feel or smell the smell of old fish mixed with fermented rum. Uh, one moment. Uh... Okay, cool. I got a 20 on my, my self-proclaimed check as I... Thea <laughs> <laughs> stands up for a second. I don't like to not keep my word. She'll look at the others. I think we should give him his cut and we'll put it in his house and we'll leave with ours. And then we can all say we've done what we need to and there's no bad blood. Agreed, Hootie. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Hootie, what do you say? Fair. A deal's a deal. And we'll take your trust and we'll leave it in your house for you. And we'll leave once we've done that. Until then, Keelan's going to get comfy. All right, come on, grab a handle. As you all go to grab the the chest, Minnie, what are you doing at this point? Good question, Minnie. (laughs) Uh, Well, that all went on out front. A little sneaky sneaker. She just finished using his bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Then he's just looting the cupboards. (laughs) Made herself a sandwich. 
Um, the front door is open, so she would have gone in right through the front door, and she knows she's looking for some kidnapped lady. Okay. As you begin to look around the house proper, you eventually find a set of stairs that lead downwards. The stairs themselves seem to be of made of stone, like the lower half of the building outside. she'll kind of like whisper under her breath like okay 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 and she'll head downstairs quietly listening to the sounds of the deteriorating situation outside you can hear the muffled sounds uh, all coming from outside but another sound starts to bleed into your ears that familiar hum that Keelan and Beric were just referring to as you make your way down towards the lower floor, you find yourself in what can only be described as a dungeon. All of the walls completely made of stone, with nothing more than a small pool directly in the center of the room. And within the pool seems to be that of a half-woman, half-fish person, looking very weak and deteriorated the lowly hums coming from her mouth with chains wrapped around both of her wrists as she's pulled taut against the wall. Okay, this is the most fucked Fuck up thing guy. I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jeremy's sitting there like... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> As you approach a little bit closer, you see her head slightly lift, barely any strength left. Help me. Okay. Um, listen, lady, you don't know you. You don't know me, and I don't know you. And you seem really, really like weak and messed up right now, but I'm gonna try to get you out of here. Can does it look like I can carry her in any way, shape, or form? Like if I were to sling her over my shoulders, assuming She's a, that she I would be considered a medium-sized creature. Oof. Shit. Okay. Uh, okay. One thing at a time. I'm gonna work on getting you out of these chains. Can I? Are they locked? They are locked. Okay. 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 Lock pick. And then she'll go, and I'll try to unlock. Uh, okay. I don't know. Make two. Make two sleight of hand checks for me. Okay. Got this. First one is gonna be a twenty-one. Second you hear is gonna be a twenty. Boop, 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 boop. We've had a lot yes. of those tonight. Yes, we have. Fire! Don't DM CMH, please. I know I'm amazing. You hear the clicks of the shackles. As they fall to the ground, her arms falling limp to the side. Please, I need to get to the sea. I can't believe I just did that. Okay, all right. Um, could you like? I'll, I'm gonna try to drag you up the stairs. How does that sound? You do take note of the back door that's locked just off door? to the side. Oh. The back door, downstairs. presumably, that leads out to where your friends are right now. Okay, okay, I hear you. Just a second. 
I'm going to go to the back door to see what I can hear there. Cause I know that that's, I know that that's where the confrontation is. You hear oh, the sound wow. of Hootie's voice call out, I yield, and then continue to um, agree to the deal that Vea has proposed. So I know they're on their way into the house. You know that they're outside and they have clearly uh, detained Hootie at this point. Did I hear Vea say, we're going to go in the house and drop off the treasure and blah, blah, and then we're going to leave? She's getting to that point. Okay. Uh, If I haven't heard her say it yet, then... Minnie would go to the lady who's in the pool be like, I'm so sorry, miss. Just, just It'll just be like one more second. And then she'll start to tiptoe back up the stairs to try to, she's going to see if I can like head out of the house. I'm hoping to kind of bump into somebody on their way in. Okay. As you make your way back up the stairs and out the front door, you begin to turn around the corner, only to find Vea and Al, who seem to be grabbing the chest at this point, as it's been so stowed to the side of the house. She goes like, like, come here, come here, come here. Okay, 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 what, what? Vea, this guy is such a fucking creep. He has to sleep <laughs> up in the basement and shit. You found her? Yeah, I found her. She looks like she's going to die. She says she needs to get to the sea. Come on, we got to help her. Lead the way, lead the way. Vea will hone in and follow you. Oh, this thing's heavy, Vea. Come on, <laughs> who cares about the chest? Forget that thing. I'm telling you. Al just drops it like in the doorway. Like <laughs> She's got to like steps around it. Like, <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm still sitting on hoodie. Okay. As the three of you make your way down the staircase, the two of you who have been, who are joining for the first time, see the horrific sights and horrific conditions that the beautiful Sitar woman has been exposed to for God knows how long. Oh, God. See? You poor thing. I told you he was a creep. No one deserves this. We, we have to get her out of here. Um,. Does he have a key for, for all these chains? Do you know where it is? The chains are already I'm, undone and slung oh, to the side. Out, I, no, I just can't hold it by myself. Al, what kind of fucking creeps does Scratch hang out with? I have no clue. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about this wine contract. Dave, can I do a uh, a medicine check just to see if she's like in a stable spot to like even move? Absolutely. Go ahead and make a medicine check for me. So the plus zero. I got a two. A two. Well, it's... You're unable to tell by the physique and the anatomy of a creature like this. It doesn't take a check a check at all to realize how bad her condition is at this point. She won't make it much longer. All right, well, we gotta... We gotta hurry it up here, guys. I don't think they're gonna hang on. They need to get to the sea. It'll help restore them, I'm guessing. Maybe we can... Is there a way to emulate the seat? Is a, is a, ma'am, would a tub work? Can we fill up a bathtub for you? I mean, technically, she is basically in a bathtub right now. That's true, yeah. All right, we well. Have to pull her to the ocean. We're, we're here to help you. 
one second. I'll be right back. Al's going to kind of like run out the door and hop back over the box. And he's going to go into the front yard. He's going, Barrack, take Keelan's spot. Keelan, come here. So mm. again, they are in the back. You guys are keep going through the front. There the is way. a door leading back and forth yeah. from the back <laughs> to the dungeon area. No, that's locked. This whole time. Oh. Metagaming, Dave. Yeah, it's locked. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. I'll let you guys do you. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, I'll swap places with Barrett. Uh, and I'll I'll head in with Al. All right, Keelan, you got what? an important delivery. Uh, just try to keep a level head here. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, I've always got a level head when it comes to... Oh, my God! <laughs> Jesus, go! Oh, by Santa's red sack! Yo, Jesus! Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. They don't know how... Shut up, have some sympathy. Oh, yeah, Stop sorry, off. sorry, sorry. That was very unprofessional. Uh, the fuck am I supposed to do? You're going to have to run under the sea. How fast do you think you can go, kid? Oh, but this one, give me, give me a second. Uh, she's in a bathtub, right? How is the bathtub anchored anywhere? It, it is basically a pit in the floor. Oh, so it's not actually a, okay. Um, yeah, no, let's do this. Uh, I'm going to, oh, how big was the chest that we brought in? Is it big enough that if I scooped her up in it, it would. No, 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 no. This is the, nope. the chest itself was a relatively small chest, only holding the items that you pulled out of it. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll then do this the old-fashioned way. Just sort of princess carry her. Um, I'll uh, I'll say, Royce, hold on a second. We'll be with you in a minute. Okay, love. Deep breath, and I'm gonna lower my goggles, and I'm going to uh, look at um, look at Al, and I, I tell him, "All right, slap me." All right, kid, come on. Yeah. <laughs> and as he does so. <laughs> no, 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 so how do I interpret that? Well, hang, hang on, there's a reason for this. Now, because technically speaking, Al has initiated an attack, we're in initiative, and the first round of combat, I double my move speed. So I'm going to travel at double my move speed as I then full round run and dash uh, to try and get as close to the ocean as I can. All right, I'm going to take it from here. You <laughs> scoop her up out of the, the small basin of water that was carrying her. You can tell the stagnant water has been like that for weeks. As you kick open the back door, leading out towards the wharf, the rest of you follow quickly behind Keelan. Moody tries to kick up a fuss. That, that's none of your business, but none of you pay any mind. Barrick remaining sitting on him at this point. Bruno, stay with Barrick. As you all rush towards the end of the wharf, and as you do, as the sun sets below the waterline, making it very difficult to see out into the water. When suddenly, what look like small torchlights begin to burst along the water's edge. Keelan, as you look closer, you see the familiar light of the glorial that Koros used to, that seems to be attached to what looks like dozens of spears. As you get full view with a light blasting, you see two dozen sitars lining the water with a large older sitar directly in the center. He wears a crown made of the glorial, and a Nipa immediately perks up. Father! The older man, or older sitar, speaks up. 
I suggest you release my daughter, legged one. As the dashing older Sitar bellows out his command, the spears from the pl platoon immediately point towards you. And in that moment, you watch as Koros frantically swims to the front of the line, now out of the water. Chief Gulp Splash, this is the one I spoke of, the one willing to help. Uh, Keelan's not going to stop. Keelan sees the spears and immediately, as he does so, uh, is going to sort of uh, reposition her sort of behind as he continues to barrel towards the spears. And I'm going to, if they're in the shallows, I'm going to try and plow through them and the spears to try and get into deeper waters as quickly as I can. They, You have followed her down to the end of the wharf where you know there is deep waters there. Yeah, I'm going to go into the water with her. Okay. As you ignore all of the warning signs leaping into the water, as the rest watch as you splash down, you resurface once again. Nipa now following behind, now seemingly almost instantly restored from the sea's magics. And as you do, Chief Gulf, Gulf Splash looks towards you. It seems I owe the land dwellers, both an apology and my eternal thanks. All of the spears begin to lower as the ch both the chief and his warriors bow their head in thanks. No, uh, uh, please don't. Uh, look, uh, I'm not entirely sure what, what went on here. And me and my friends, we were just happened to be here at the time. What what happened to your 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 daughter is downright inexcusable. Uh, you owe no thanks. You are owed an apology. People of this region, especially the, the lands where we come from, start here. We're good people, and we don't do this sort of thing, nor do we abide it in any of our, our places. Where is the one that kidnapped my daughter? Uh, under the somewhat ugly-looking elf with the white hair. Bring him here. Oh. I'll um, yeah. I'll uh, I'll look at Al. Al, the nice man with the spear wants to see the blowfish man. Oh, you hear that? I think you might be going in for sentencing. Pirates hate sentencing. It's gonna get pooned. <laughs> He's so gonna get pooned. Yeah. Eric, you are still sitting on Hootie at this point. Are you bringing him yes. down towards the end of the docks? What are we doing, Beric? I, I, I'm at an impasse here, Rune. They'll probably kill him. Mm. Okay, why don't I go find out exactly what they want, and I'll um, give you some time. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And as, Rune, yeah. as Rune rushes down to the end of the dwarf, Hootie begins to beg to you, Beric. Please, you don't know what they'll do to me. They'll carve me up from the inside out. If you just let me go, you'll never see me again. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, uh, Please, show my mercy. Grade. <laughs> I beg you, show mercy. Uh, and he's like kind of frantically like looking over to Rune and who's probably still hasn't even made it to the wharf yet. She has not. Um, 
Oh, everybody makes mistakes, but also you chain someone up in a basement. Uh, <laughs> Big deal. Uh, What's your decision, Barrick? Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I have to learn so much about my character at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> Pay it forward. And he gets up. Thank you. Thank you, young one. Pay it forward. Without another word, he takes off running into the night forest. As you begin to walk down the wharf well, to meet the, with the rest actually, of your friends. No? To that point. Beric takes a deep breath. <sighs> And then slams his head through one of the windows and lays on the floor. <laughs> Fair. All right. Rune, as you make your way to the end of the wharf, mm. the chief, Gulp Splash, explains that this is a criminal and that his criminal deeds shouldn't go unpunished, that he will be taken prisoner and tried for his crimes. Right. Okay. So the only problem is, um, you know, he has a bad leg, right? So he's having trouble walking. Um, and my brother is up there and, um, I just came to tell you that we need some help, um, uh, bringing him, him back. Um, they all look at each other and then down at their fins and kind <laughs> oh, of give oh. you a look like, don't don't worry. I I I I have found. I'll I'll get out of the water and I'll shake my mane. I'm like, oh, oh. um, <laughs> I'm I, I, you know, it, it sure. Keelan, me and Keelan will go back and then we'll we'll come back and it, it'll it'll be fine. It's just gonna take us a little bit, okay? He nods his head. As the two of you make your way back towards Barricas, you now see that Hootie has vanished into the night. Your brother lays unconscious, or... Yeah, from your viewpoint, unconscious, with a big welt on his head. There! Oh my god! What happened? Oh. <laughs> Rune's, Rune's totally playing along with this, because Keelan's there. Oh my god, what, what happened? I don't, I don't know. I, I think he, uh... May have gotten the upper hand on me. Oh my god! Oh, uh, no. I, I, oh that dastardly bastard! Curse no. you, Hootie! Yeah. You won't get away with this. Boo. No one knocks out my friend. <laughs> As you all now make your way to the end of the wharf, informing the chief that unfortunately he got he got away. I pictured uh, Al sitting there doing small talk with like all the fish guards, like you guys <laughs> from around here, or like. Just down the way. I think we got some wine. You want As you some? explained to the chief <laughs> that the criminal known as Hootie has got away. Well, that's too bad. There was a reward that we were going to be willing to offer for his captivity. Sorry, guys. But you did say that you were from Star Tier. Was did I hear that correctly? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, perhaps I can offer you some treasure in the form of information. Word travels pass amongst the schools that swim, and those that have passed through your rivers have whispered of an evil that leeches from the soils. Be wary, travelers, and thank you again. They all bow once more, find finding their way back to the depths below. Well, bye. That was really uh, an ominous goodbye. I don't know. It was indeed. I've never heard of soil leeches before, but they sound bad. Sorry for dropping the ball, guys. That's okay. okay. You're all right, though? Yeah, yeah. It's just a little you alone. Just a little shiner, that's all. Uh, Do you need some healing? No, no, no. Don't don't fuss. Let's just uh, grab the wine and get out of here. Look, if we're going back to start here, we need to make sure that, you know, you don't have a concussion or anything. I'll carry you the rest of the way. Come on. And I'm going to scoop up Barrack in my arms. Uh, uh, right, and... right before he goes to scoop up Barrack, Rune will try and jump into Keelan's arms. <laughs> I, I Keelan, the... thank you. That's so nice. My feet were hurting so much from walking all the way here. I'll... It's so nice of you. Thank you. Uh, okay, Keelan, you are really are a stand-up guy. After the day you've had, you're still willing to carry Rune, man. I'll, I'll, I'll carry the both of them. I'll like pick up one in each arm. <laughs> <laughs> Beric, right. do you want uh, to be carried? <laughs> like a baby. Maybe you can kickflip Keelan. No, he'll probably fight against it. <laughs> All right. Fair As Keelan straps the wine to his makeshift backpack or backpack crate, the rest of you grabbing the spoils of the treasures you can go ahead and add the 200 gold pieces the spell scroll as well as the signet ring to your inventory not, not to uh the, to shoot down a good thing but gold or silver you mentioned yeah. silver earlier. it was 200 silver silver, silver. silver. Okay. did i say gold sorry Listen, I did there i just wanted to make I sure was trying to translate this into value for us okay <laughs> damn it i'm sorry back i shouldn't have said anything it was gold right. um yeah all right. Yeah. Uh, so that makes Vea the treasurer. Don't uh, oh, dang yeah. it! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm all out of it. I'm so. Um, so Minnie's Minnie's the note taker. Vea's Vea's the treasurer. Okay. <laughs> Two hundred gold, but Minnie's wearing the two hundred silver. Two hundred silver. Yeah, yeah, that's what we said. Gold, yeah. Two hundred yeah. silver. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think I have the scroll. No, I have silver. Two hundred silver. Right. Spelled G O L D. Yeah, yeah. Rocks will, fall and you all die. That's... Rune will hold on to the scroll. Rune will hold on to the scroll. Okay. Um, uh, so just, just, uh, just for some setting stuff, um, uh, the puckered starfish in the harbor itself was uh, Hootie the only person here? Was so the only building. It is the only, yeah, building. the only building. It is a small yeah. wharf. Just not. It's about two days' travel from Seesaw Harbor, which sits on the tip that leads towards the Neverland Islands. Did the harbor Maybe. have any kind of like purpose, like in terms, like you know, like was it a landing place? Was it like what, what was it used for predominantly, if anything? Oh, stuff. Well, I'd be I mean, happy to tell someone... you that. Why does that sound yeah, like? Okay. <laughs> I was, well, stuff. I was gonna say, do, do, does someone need to be here, or or someone will die? You know, Something like do we need to be like, hey, by the way, oh, shame, on... yeah, it's not like a lighthouse. 
I'm sure yeah, Pootie, Pootie would have had all that information for you, I'm sure. So, hey, oh, if you run into him again, you should ask him. That was going to be my follow-up question. Is he hanging around his house still, or he just book off? Like he's, he he bolted good. into the forest. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that uh, we'll talk about like what I got to go talk yeah. to Scratch. And now, <laughs> under the cover of night, you begin your long trek back. Another... Go ahead, Beric. Sorry. As we begin our, our trek back, precisely 10 feet away from the door... No, oh, goddammit. Beric forgets about his trap and accidentally falls back into it. <laughs> Getting hoisted up by a beanstalk. As Beric is right, hoisted up, the rest of you all watch with a bit of a laugh. Having completed not only your first quest, your first delivery, but also saving technically your first princess. And as they all make their way under the cover of night back towards Startier Valley, that is we're going to end our session Aww. and leave it for a story for another day. No. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so fun. All right. Well, uh, I've kept y'all long enough. Let's do some giveaways, shall we? Woo! I think this is this is prime Woo! giveaway time right now. Uh, to those of you who haven't joined already, exclamation mark roll in chat right now, and you could be the proud owner of the next uh, Mithril dice tray slash dice box. It is oh so pretty. It is also so great. And it has magnets on it, which I'm trying to use right it, now. Like, Ooh, so cool, magnets. That's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, of course, you do have to be a follower to win, not necessarily a subscriber. Um, so for any last ditch efforts, if you'd like to enter now, now is the time. Uh, as always, to my players, thank you so much for joining me for the evening. Hopefully you had a wonderful experience on session two. Good session. Um, and uh, Vea, I hope you enjoyed your experience as a floating alpaca. There will <laughs> never be anything like it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll see better. about that. <laughs> we'll see about that. And guys, we will be opening up the channel point for the uh, summon and oopsie next week. So you guys will be able to go ahead and do so. Um, uh, okay. And it looks like, uh, are we good to roll? I, I think, I think we're good to roll. All right. I will be closing it up now. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on. All right, I think we're all good. Closing the entries now. Drum roll. And can I get a drum roll, please? Drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll, drum roll. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got to refresh. I got to refresh. Give me a second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're not getting another one. I'm not stopping. Okay, there we go. go. I've got it. And the winner is the lovely, the talented, none other than Great White Buffalo. Eight White Buffalo. Great White Buffalo. Congratulations, <laughs> my friend. You are now the proud owner of the Dice Box Heck slash yeah. Dice Tower. May it roll as many 20s for you as possible. You can reach out to us, just whisper to us on Twitch, or alternatively, come join us in Discord, and uh, we'll get all your details from you from there. But if, if you're not a Discord person, just whisper us on uh, on. Um, on Twitch, and uh, we'll make sure that uh, that gets out to you shortly. Yeah, if you're still With here, that sound said, off. Though, 
I think that's it for us for the evening. Once again, thank you so much all for joining us. Um, and you're very welcome, Great White Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But before we leave you for the evening, to all the adventurers out there, whether you're finding yourself splashing in a pool of polymorph or at the tail end of a poon being thrust in your face, I beg of you all one word of caution. Be careful out there. You can trip. Guys, we'll see you next week. Love you all. Take care. Bye-bye.